Because I got but, blood butts. <laughs> butt bloods. He's got the blood butt. <laughs> Doctor, there's a technical name for that. <laughs> no, ass leaking can be a lot of things. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's blood, blood butt. Blood butt. <laughs> or bloody ass, if you want to get... We're the blood butt blood brothers. The butt blooders. 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 <laughs> That'd be a great name for a game. Segway. <laughs> Let's talk about video games on another episode of Wazd. I think this is number eight. Waz Pod. Waz... Uh, eight and a half plus one. Right, because yeah. we lost an episode. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> That's why we've been gone for a while. Yeah. Uh, I am Joey Reinish. Uh, Ari. And we're hey. going to talk about some video games. First up, let's uh, give an award or a video game or something. Award. All right, who wants awards? <laughs> That's the <laughs> you, wrong word. You want best in show? I got I got shiniest coat. Tom Obarski. I believe it's... Those are the sirens for Tom Obarski. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Thom. <laughs> what? Let's go on. Yeah, Thom sa- uh, sent us his favorite board game of Small World, which is a pretty good uh, non, you know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you really did they really this like, time, yeah, Thom. really like Tom's work. Uh, s- sent us Small World, which uh, you've played the the real game, right? Small World. Oh yeah, yeah, I played it with you. Okay, and I played it a few other times. It's pretty light. Uh, but it, really fun. It's like a risk that has less randomization to it, which is cool. And it, it's you can teach it to someone in like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. I like it though. I, the The digital implementation of it I have on iPad is actually pretty solid. Oh really? Yeah, it plays good. Is it uh, Days of Wonder? Yeah, it's a, like they do. It seems like they have a digital version of almost all their games. They do that in house though. I or think they, so. They don't, oh, that's pretty cool. I, I I mean I could be wrong, but yeah. they have Small World. They have Ticket to Ride. Is like, it online multi? It might be because they just did a weird thing where they released Small World Two, but if you had Small World One, it updated to Small World Two, and I guess they added like a bunch of other shit to it. So it's like a big patch. Yeah, but patch slash expansion. They might have like upped the price if you didn't have it already. Sure. Type of thing, but yeah, it's solid. You. That's it has, really fun. The art's cartoony, good, and it plays pretty fast but tom won some sort of game that we said that i can't remember but we'll send it to you yeah. so congrats whatever it was you won it guy <laughs> shadow <laughs> x angel l way to do it tom. uh yeah tom thumb 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 obarski uh also a uh, little oh big shout out to uh tom also for being very active on the was pod group yeah yeah it, we appreciate tom, that it's cool tom throws up coupon codes and shit Keep all the alive. time so. uh i think the last thing i saw that he had posted was a discussion of uh for the birds i think it's called have you seen that the new game by the guy who did to the moon no okay so i looked it up after uh thom had posted about it and um it's not for me, hundred <laughs> percent. It's okay. not my game. Uh, Is it too precious? Oh my god! Uh, I I haven't played it, mm-hmm. but I, the description I read in depth description hour long game. Uh, you play eighty dollars. I don't know. <laughs> uh, hour long game. <laughs> There's no dialogue. It's about a boy who finds a sick bird and nurses it. I'm out. And yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And the creator advertised everyone. The article and the creator like both agreed. Like, yeah, you should be crying by the end of this game, which Ugh. just means you you know what that means. The bird dies. The kid, yeah. the, no, or the bird lives. The kid gets cancer. I'm calling <laughs> it out right now. 
Uh, and then the bird like flies away with like some keepsake that they had shared to get like a crust of bread that they had shared. I bet I bet a dog shows up and the dog dies. That's why it's sad. <laughs> it, apropos of nothing that has to do with the story. It's just you know the sad part in a game is the dog dies. Duh. <laughs> Duh yeah. We got to get Matt somehow. <laughs> yeah. Matt, you should play this really introspective bird guy game. There's no dead dogs in it. Gotcha. You sucker. <laughs> So I yeah I mean it could be really good it's not for me even though it's an hour I just people I, people love those games it's not for me the, we'll come back to it's only about an hour thing later okay. we talk about one of our games today um, also a shout out to the entire Soviet Union he resent me Vistra cleanup detail oh no nice. and I got it added now so we're all good there so we gotta play that maybe we'll stream it at some point or yeah something. yeah do you know much about it. I know the basic concept of yeah, it. I haven't, it's pretty funny. I haven't played it. Like, as far as the game goes, I don't know how much there is, but yeah. I, I, the idea of it is hilarious. Yeah, it sounds really fun. It's the asshole who has to clean up after Doom. And I can't believe that they've made so many of them. Of uh, Vistra Cleanups? Yeah. Well, they, they kept doing, like, those little offshoots to, like... I don't know if it was to raise awareness or money, because they had the Shadow Warrior one, and then they had the Santa's Rampage one. Yeah. It, it might have just been, hey, the Skins engine's built, on. and they put... You know, a couple toys in it, or they put Shadow Warrior in art the same in it. room, or yeah, something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so I haven't played it yet, but I love the idea at least. Yeah. Um, and then he also asked, said, "Do you miss buying computer games in the big boxes? Do you yeah. remember those? I know, I do remember those. I actually have fonder memories of when they switched the small boxes. I do like, I did like the small like boxes. The, what is it, six by four boxes, closer to like a console game four? size? Yeah, yeah. I, I still have. I think, unless I, my mom finally got rid of them, like collapsed, uh, a big cardboard box full of collapsed big style computer game she, boxes. She keeps everything. She does. <laughs> um, I see where your hoarding instinct comes from. <laughs> we might have finally got rid of them, but I don't know. I had a... Uh, a Those ma- were the floppy games. The big no, boxes. no, no. They, they went all the way up to like Half-Life. Oh, really? Yeah, like CD. Because I, I remember like Alien vs. Predator 2. I, I more strongly remember the floppy boxes. There the definitely boxes. were, yeah. but Alien vs. Predator 2, I think, was one of the first smaller box ones I got, because mm. I was like, this is, this feels kind of cool, because it's like... It feels slick and compact and like yeah. weightier a little bit. But the, I think I do miss this, because of the bigger box, people felt like they had to put more shit in it. Oh, so you get booklets and, and then you like get maps arts and, and yeah. like you know the the old Baldur's game, Baldur's Gates and Icewind Dales would set, would have maps and like two hundred page manuals and foldouts and keyboard charts and all this shit, which is all stuff you don't need, but they just pack on digitally now anyway. You just felt like you were getting so much more. That was a point in my life though where I just threw all that stuff away. Oh, so <laughs> awesome! I, I would rip s- it open. I'd be like, throw this shit away. There'd be like a registration card, and there'd be like these maps. And they're like, I just want to play the goddamn game. Oh, I don't want to man. read a book. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> I just dump it in the trash. Because I got, I had a big box copy of Fallout 2. And it had like... I this. must have had that because I played the crap out of Fallout. There was a... Uh, the manual looked like... It was like Vault... Uh, was it Vault 101 or whatever it was? Yeah. It was like Vault 101... Restart man- out. Uh, manual... Like, the manual for the game was in theme with the universe. Yeah. And I thought... I think that stuff is so awesome. In the trash. that hurts Uh, uh, I think with the advent of Steam and I'm finally coming to terms with buying stuff digital at least for Steam not so much for console stuff Yeah, because I feel like that'll be around 
forever. Yeah, at least Steam, you can download it onto your computer and you can transfer it from a hard drive to a hard drive and always be able to play it. But, like, PC as a, a game platform is never going to go away. Yeah. PlayStation 4, you buy shit on there digitally only. At some point, when PlayStation 8 is out, 4 stuff's going to go away. And I'm not saying I'm never, like, I'm going to be playing PlayStation 4 stuff forever. It just sucks to me that I know eventually that stuff is going to not exist. Yeah. The trade-off of not buying the physical disc where you can, like, lend it to a friend and you can keep it um, on your shelf is that you know that it'll stick around. Yeah. But with the consoles, you don't have it. You're just not getting the disc that you can lend to your friend Mm -hmm. and play over at someone else's house. And you're not getting the security that this thing's going to exist, even from one console to the next. Because, I mean, you look now, the games that you bought on PS3, they're just trying to sell you a PS4 through their stupid streaming network. But but how different is that from buying, like, a Blu-ray version of a DVD? Like, at some point... I don't do that. I do that. I know you do that big time. (laughs) (laughs) There's some stuff, like... I still have my 360 out, not necessarily hooked up, but there's stuff on there I want to be able to play. There's even digital stuff on there I want to be able to play, and at some point, it's not going to exist. Yeah. So I, I have a harder time with the consoles. PC, at least Steam is all in one place. At least Desura exists, kind of. And, you know, I feel like even if I get a new computer or something like that, there's going to be a way for me to play that shit no matter what. Um, so as far as PC game, buying box PC games, like even stores don't give a shit about PC games anymore. No, They're just like whatever. Yeah. So I, I, I miss the extra shit, but I'm sure my house and my space is fine with me not yeah, having it. Yeah, because you'd keep them all in a box. I would. <laughs> I'd keep the boxes in a box. That's what I mean. You'd keep all that garbage. Yeah. You don't need that stuff. For all those games that you buy and you play for two minutes and never want to play again, you'd have stacks and stacks of boxes of that. I tell you, when you're in high school, though... All those computer game boxes that no one knows what they are are really great for hiding contraband. See, the no, big boxes. I was I was the last kid, so no one gave a shit. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> just had it sitting out. They were over it way long ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, I like stuff. So the more stuff I can get for my money, the better. But yeah, it's fine. I guess so. So thanks for... At least for... now with games, you sometimes get soundtracks. Which is cool. A digital soundtrack or yeah. something? Uh, most times they're charging extra for that. But maybe a dollar or two. And, but if you buy in bundles, they usually all come with. And, oh, that's true. Yeah. Which, I don't know, you know, is that... Is the new Humble Bundle indie bundle, is that going to become like the iStore? Or the iOS store for games on PC now? Like, I'm just going to wait for it to be in a bundle. Is it going to, like, damage the economy of the uh, Steam stuff? I don't stuff? know. I don't think so. Okay. Because it usually takes a good while for it to make it to a bundle, you know? Yeah, and... It's usually done its run. And, and it's... And, and at the very least, a lot of it's going to charity. Well, yeah, you can do the slider and pick, you know? Yeah. But I, I guess most of them kind of make the circuit of that stuff, and they keep being in bundles like over and over again that, well that's the funny thing is like something like a ten dollar game will be in a humble bundle for two dollar or for one dollar you can get the game and then a week later it'll be out of the bundle and people still be buying it for ten dollars yeah they just missed that window yeah they you know well yeah. good though yeah I mean, no, the no, system's not I mean. broken then. Not, i don't think it's broken <laughs> yeah okay uh, let's give away a game real quick, since it's kind of an awkward, or not awkward, since this is a random spot in the show to give one away. Um, uh, Gravity Badgers, because I have no idea what the fuck that is. <laughs> uh, do you think that's an O or a zero? Uh, zero. Zero DL7TQY47A I 
I-E-233. So, okay, if it doesn't work, try a zero at the beginning. And if it still doesn't work, try with an L-E. But I think it's I-E because they're all uppercase. Yeah, yeah. So, 0DL7TQY47AIE233. Tell me what gravity badges is because I have no idea. Yeah, it's just please, on a list. Please write in wazpod at gmail.com. Post mm-hmm. it on our Waz group page on Steam. Or I mean, Odds are it it's going to be awful. Please tell us anyways. <laughs> <laughs> or post it with a five-star review on iTunes for the Explosive Magico page. That's One right. of those... Uh, but tell us what it's like because badgers. Because <laughs> gravity badgers. Badgers, 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 badgers. Ari, let's yes. talk about 20 minutes or less. 20 minutes or less. So. You got to shuffle your papers? You got to shuffle papers. We got Great. papers here. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Uh, I was really expecting to go back and look at some of these games because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I haven't played some of them in a while. But I then just ended up playing uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth all week. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so before we get into that, is that the your big uh, thing you've been playing lately? Just Binding of Isaac since it came out. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it it feels exactly like playing the original Binding of Isaac to me. But I played so much of that, mm-hmm. and I haven't played in a while that it just sucked me right back into yeah, that. Yeah, like, that's kind of where I am. Just now. do it again, and like I want to see some of the new stuff, but I don't really care. I just want to keep playing. Now that it's, it's on Vita, it's got its hooks in me. I feel like it might turn into my sp- like a spelunky esque. Like I'm gonna fucking do everything in this, and I don't want that to happen. But it might. It's easy too because there's so many freaking items and things like that, and unlockables. Yeah, and it's there's a lot. <laughs> there's so much in there. But the reason I stopped real quick is you said what you'd been playing. I got a game and I haven't told you about it. Yeah. It was called Endless Legend. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm, it's a four X like Civ game. Uh, this these people made a game called Endless or Dungeon of the Endless, Endless Space, and Endless Legend. Endless Legend is like Civilization. Do they make Endless Love? it's uh i love civ style games and i fucking suck at them more than any game i ever play but i can't help but like dick around in them and try to figure out how they work uh this one has some it it has cooler stuff than the jump from civ 4 to 5 i think so it feels more like a civ than a sim it's not like sim yeah yeah, yeah. no 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 it's it's you're fighting build units and in advance from the map Turn base fighting they do and it's such a simple thing if you zoom all the way out of the map yeah. it looks like a drawing and then if you like the, one of those old-timey cartographer yes maps. yes and the, if the closer you get in it starts to add stuff back into your view oh that's cool it's fucking awesome yeah, and that's then very cool. there's one the the biggest change that they did and again it's something that you know everyone looks to sim or a civ city Civ City, yeah. Everyone looks to Civilization <laughs> to be like the big uh, it, advancement in this stuff. And this came out around the same time as Beyond Earth, and everyone was kind of shitting on Beyond Earth as Is being. Beyond, that's the new Sid Myers, right? Is that the Civ where you go to other planets? Yes, yeah, but yeah. everyone's saying it's just a, a reskin. Yeah, it looks like it. It's but Alpha Centauri was great. Yeah, and that's what everyone was hoping it would be, and it's not. Yeah. So I I actually bought a Steam card. Wait, have you been playing Beyond Earth? No, I didn't okay. buy it because I bought a Steam card at Best Buy with Best Buy gift card with the intent of buying Beyond Earth. That's a lot of like embezzlement. Yeah, <laughs> I know. A lot of <laughs> but it was like, ah, I'm going to get... Did you get the card for Best Buy originally from like a Coinstar machine or something? I got it layers? initially from being like a mem- like a uh, gold member or whatever. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to spend this at Best Buy. <laughs> so I just bought a card. But I got it to get Beyond Earth. And then 
no one was talking like super positive about this game. Yeah. And I had had my eye on Endless Legend, and so I bought it, and it's it's like someone actually gave a shit in pushing this genre forward. So were the bit. other Endless, though, were they just kind of on a parallel track as Civ, or were they just kind of a ripoff? They're of all Civ, different. Or? Endless, and Dungeon of the Endless is like a, a roguelike, like. Uh, Endless Space is uh, like a 4X space game. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like a galactic civilization or something like that, as far as I know. Um, but they do this awesome thing for resolving the battles, and this is really like n- nerd thing to focus on, but I'm going to talk about it real fast. Uh, you know how in Civ games you have like one pawn on the board that has like a stack of units? Yeah. They go to attack each other, you kind of watch it happen, and then it's over. Yeah. In Endless Legend, when you initiate a battle, it like quarters off a part of your map and changes the art of that section and it turns into like an uh a turn-based style tactics battle where you actually it, like uh was it the was it Heroes of Might and Magic where it was a grid tactics battle and you would have different kind of units and things like that you move the, across kind of but it's like you know you're moving around the world map just like Civ but when you attack an enemy you essentially it turns into a different game it gives you more uh, control over the outcome of the fight there's like positioning of the troops and shit yeah and every fight lasts only six turns and at the end of the six turns you go back to the world map what you, happens if your guys haven't all killed each other it's, it's just it's auto does Oh, it's a draw. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like people that died stay dead. Yeah, yeah. But then you can you have a chance to run away, regroup, get another person in there. But you have you know people that are ranged, so you'd want to position them as such. You have people that are melee and then support. So it's that's it, awesome. That's it, nice. It yeah, doesn't feel like you're just rolling dice. And exactly, then... it does some. It does stuff that I'm surprised the the big guy hasn't even thought of. What do, what do you think Sid Meier's is like? I've heard he's just a chill dude. Yeah, Sid Meier, right? Yeah, Sid Meier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard he's still just like codes. Like he's he's just a normal guy, super humble, and like still works in the trenches. Okay, I imagine he was either one of two ways. Either he was like the most Aspergery autistic guy. In <laughs> well, a I didn't say he wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like to the point where he can't talk to like look people in the eyes. Like when you walk up to him, he just like look down. Yeah, and just nonstop like scribbling things on pe- like little tiny pieces of paper that when you put them together, they come into this giant collage that is like an amazing game. But they all just look like little scri- like when he he pulls stuff <laughs> a different out of his language. pockets. Yeah. yeah, it's just like dumps papers all over the floor. <laughs> So, I have my new game, and he sprinkles scraps of paper on the table. <laughs> and Idos or whoever it is, just like, what the fuck are we gonna? I do I guess we'll this? figure something out. I mean, he's done it before. <laughs> and then they piece together, and they're like that magnificent <laughs> bastard, beautiful mind style. Yeah. Okay, that's option one. Yeah. Option two is he just walks around with his head straight in the air, wearing like black turtlenecks all days, like just like surrounded by pictures of like sales charts from his game, just, like. <laughs> You know, can I offer you a sieve coffee or something like that? (laughs) Option three, he's not a real human being. He's He's just like a digital person that they made. Put it through the Sid Meier. (laughs) 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 Yep. He's lip, a, lip, Sid Meier's actually lip, a code, code for some software that they made where they could put him through it. I'm like, okay, now we got a new Sid Meier game. Yeah, it's actually like M E Y E R, and it stands dot like dot dot cannibalistic yeah. human under, <laughs> underground dweller. Sid Meier is the more advanced chud. 
<laughs> no, I, he called in actually to a giant bomb thing because they were all freaking out about uh, Sim Golf. I think it was what it was called, or Sid Meier's something golf. That apparently oh, I was really that. fun. When he went off the reservation, and made the golf. Apparently, game. that game was fun. But was it, it? It's like Roller Coaster Tycoon with golf, Where a you golf build course, golf courses. But you can actually play the golf as well. That's cool. Sounds like a neat idea. But he called in. And he was just, you know, he seemed like a normal guy. He's like <laughs> still codes. He's not like a, he's not like a, a Will Wright, like above yeah. it all. He's not that that turtleneck. Ideas. No, 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 no. I'm an ideas man now. He could be the Asperger's robot, though. <laughs> For all we know, because he wasn't there in person. He was on the phone. But even holding a conversation on the phone was more than I expected. Yeah, yeah. He passed the Turing test. Sid Meier is the only <laughs> robot to pass the Turing test. <laughs> uh, so, but, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Does not compute. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got him. We got him. <laughs> I don't know what it is to feel. Replicant. I knew it. <laughs> He's a scion. Sid, what have you seen? I've seen the moons of Saturn. <laughs> Whatever that speech is. But, but damn, he makes good games. <laughs> All right, sorry. Back to 20 minutes or less. Diversion. And okay, the, 20 minutes legend. or less. Uh, so if you don't remember, 20 minutes or less is our segment where we talk about games that we played for no more than 20 minutes usually. Not because they're terrible games, not because they are bad games, which they still might be. It's <laughs> which just some of them are. <laughs> we just didn't get into them they're usually they're just not my type of game or i legitimately just couldn't get my brain around it we should rename this section like the void if we want to keep talking shit on the (laughs) void see the void was an example of where i think it was a bad game and it wasn't playable Uh and it wasn't my type of game and i don't know what it was (laughs) okay all right Uh, what do you got Okay. A, there might be some. I don't know which of your list you're going to say, but there's some I disagree with. So that's fine. I'll just do. I'll go over four games. Okay. Uh, some of these games too, I haven't uh, played in a while. I'll try to remember them. I was going to go back, but rebirth. Uh, yeah, so. Biden and Isaac. And, the, and before hard. that, I had gotten a PS4, and Spelunky was free that month. So let's <laughs> <laughs> just say I felt compelled to play it. Needless all. to say, we've been pretty busy since the last recording. <laughs> You know, shit comes up. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, the first game we'll talk about, Cloud Built. Uh, have you played Cloud Built at all? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so Cloud Built, first person view. Uh, here's the backstory. Okay. As far as I can surmise. I'm going to look it up while you're talking. Uh, oh, it's it's cel- cel-shaded. The It looks pretty cool. Um, but you play a girl that's in a coma... That's also in like a digital world in her mind. Is she but, saving a person or a bird? Maybe. <laughs> Clouds. The, the art of this is pretty dope. That's huh? what I'm saying. It looks it looks cool, and yeah. that's what that's what I I, I just bought it outright because I thought it looked cool. Um, didn't know much about it. Couple bucks? No, I think this was uh, I think this was ten or oh, seven wow. or something like that. I just thought it looked really cool. Um, it looked like a game that I could play comfortably with my controller and sit at my couch, which I'm always a fan of those if it's, you know, can draw me mm-hmm. enough. Uh, <clears throat> so I did play it with my 360 controller. And um, yeah, oh, see, there's a picture of the girl in the bed. You play that girl, but you can also walk up in between levels. You're back in the room with yourself in a bed, in a coma, in a bed. But She's in a not- coma. I think. Okay. Because you're just standing over her, who I think is you, looking at yourself, not moving. Uh, so I don't know if that means you were in a coma. They don't really give you much story. You start in tutorial uh, where they explain the game, and then straight out of tutorial, you're in the coma. 
Okay. You're looking at yourself, and you can go to a computer and like access things, like start the next level, like playing on your own computer. So you're you're in the coma, but then you like zoom into this robot suit. I think you're always in the robot suit. You just kind of see through. I I I don't I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna. Has pretend. anyone else played Cloud Built? <laughs> the, the thing is, the game has nothing to do with this story, as far as I got. Yeah. I played through three or four levels. It looks like a, a third-person platformer, self-shaded, oh, yeah, cool person, art. Not, not first-person. It was third-person. Um, but you're right. Yeah, so you're right behind yourself. Uh, oh, but you can play in a first-person mode. It's either okay. way. That's what it was. Um, the the thing is, you're jumping up walls. You have rocket packs to boost. You have a gun to shoot things that aren't exactly, like, bad guy-looking things. They're more like objects that, like, shoot you. Oh, okay. You know? Uh, I don't know why you're in this level or where you're going, but it's kind of like a fun platformer. I say it sounds more like it's just trying to be a game. Yeah, it's just a game, which yeah. I, I'm totally cool with that. Video um, game is video game. The biggest reason that I only played it for 20 minutes is because the controls were really bad. Oh. We're like, and you, you can change the controls, but I'd already like, there's so many buttons that do different things mm-hmm. um, that even when I tried to shift things around, it was really unwieldy. The where it puts like the rocket jump and the right and like the shoot and like you have to aim with a bumper and then hit shoot with a button, but then you also have to jump with another button. So your hands making these like weird contortions. <laughs> yeah, you're when, casting spells. <laughs> okay, when you're just trying to get through a platformer, uh, I think if they had really straightened up the controls, it would it would be a much more enjoyable game. There's certain things like uh, you can run across walls where you have to kind of like boost the whole way and get uh, measure yourself up and down, de- or not measure yourself, but keep yourself from going up and down while at the same time you're trying to navigate around things. It looks um, it looks okay. I mean, maybe it, it could just not be your to yeah. do. I I it looks like a 3D version of Phoenix Rage. You remember that one? It's, I never played Phoenix Rage. It's like Meat Boy, but you have endless dashing and jumping. Okay, yeah, it's similar so, to but that. Only it's 2D and this is 3D. This isn't endless. Like, you can run out of your dash and jump, and then you have to shoot things to, like, replenish. Oh, okay. Uh, no, it's 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 a cool-looking game. It seems like it's fun. I just, like, no matter how I would shift the controls, it was always too clunky for me because there were so many buttons. Okay. But did so many things. So and you're getting uh, old, the, Ari. The cam- all those damn kids with all their buttons. I don't... Maybe. <laughs> Goddamn button kids. Yeah. Uh, in my day, buttons were something you put on a coat. There was only two buttons. There was or... one button, and it was on a controller joystick. <laughs> uh, All right. So it I, it was unplayable to me. Also, the camera would flip around in really uncomfortable ways. So the combo of that with the controls, I just was too frustrated. Okay. But... Check it out. Tell me if you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's bringing endorsement. Buy Cloud Built. Let us know how Cloud it is. <laughs> Next game was uh, Rush Bros. Do you play Rush Bros? I did not know. I, I got that in a pack or something. I played it for f- 10 minutes, 5 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I get this. <laughs> okay. I have this in, it's music in, and it's... in many other forms. It's a racing game. Is it music related? It's like one of those rhythm, non-rhythm games. Yeah. You know, where it's like there's rhythm that's... I mean, there's music that's pumping like boots, boots, boots. You know, It, it would help techno. you if you stay on rhythm? No. it. I mean, yeah, kind of. It, But it doesn't like... You don't affect the rhythm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So it's, it's a rhythm in quotes. It's, you know... But uh, your racing game, you're running across a map, jumping up things, jumping down things, you know, trying to avoid spikes. Uh, one thing that I thought was very cool um, was seamless multiplayer 
where like you don't even realize that you're logged online which i don't know if people would dig this or not i thought yeah. it was neat when i figured it out it sounds like a journey the journey style yeah, where it it's just like connect- someone else sometimes there's just another person yeah, in there there's just another instead of a ai that's just a person's there that's r- racing against you i kind of like that yeah so that's i thought that idea. was cool the actual game though there's plenty of other racing games that are better but uh so yeah that's rush bros yeah rush bros 20 minutes again done if if you love the game write in let yeah. me know what you love about it if i should play it longer but i felt like i got what it I was i think both of these so far are pretty safe pretty safe pretty safe like don't middle of the road yeah not really worth it but <laughs> not worth had, the argument even if someone's like oh that was okay but no one's yeah. gonna be like those are my favorite games of last year i think it's also because they don't have like deep stories that's usually where people some people just get connected uh-huh, and get uh-huh. past the crap but she's in a coma in is cloud she, belt so maybe she? yeah man she, you know. maybe we're all in a coma yeah we're all in the sid meyer tank <laughs> yeah he's just uh farming us for new ideas <laughs> <laughs> no we're living the latest sid meyer oh, game we're right in now. his game yeah so if you pull back enough it's just grids everywhere and it looks it like a, a cartography a man yeah <laughs> no he hasn't figured that out yet oh okay new crack that code. right yeah that's why endless legend did it yeah, <laughs> um so my the my the void for this week is trauma did okay. I talk about trauma? I feel like you might have, yeah. Okay, then I... It's, uh, I yeah, then. it's another one of those things. It's another one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us if you love trauma. Trauma has better controls, I guess. <laughs> and you're not collecting stupid light. I played it longer. <laughs> I, I thought there might be something to trauma. There wasn't. Yeah, they, they kind of tie those two together a lot. Because they're dark, moody, atmospheric, yeah, in art, theory. Arty games. Theory. It's just pictures that you like morph that just use that like zoom effect on. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, where you like, like Five Nights at Freddy's? No, because Five Nights at Freddy has actual animation. No animation. Just like, uh, not like, all. Not much. Oh, really? <laughs> it's panning around pictures like a security cam. But then things like show up sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Nothing shows up in this. Okay. It just like zooms in a little, or like it, it change like an or a picture of an orb appears or something anyway okay so that was that was 20 minutes okay so uh okay here's my most controversial one all right here's one i think people will is this the one that i'm gonna disagree with i guarantee yes okay i guarantee don't starve that's a tough one okay i hadn't played it before and i just got it on vita because it was a ps plus game or yeah. something and i played a round of it the game is very cool looking. Yeah, totally. And that whole like Poish or who's that? Guy? Gory. It's like kind of gory style. It reminded me a lot of Tim Burton. Richard Gory. Same. Is it Richard Gory or whatever? Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton basically ripped off Gory. So it's Tim Burton. Yeah. Tim yeah Burton. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, it's I, Ash Boy or whatever, Charcoal Boy or whatever. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oyster Boy. Oyster Boy. Yeah. I don't love it yet. Oh, okay. I'm I'm surprised. I played it more than 20 minutes already. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like that game was a bigger deal before every game was a survival game. Okay. You, know, you know, like yeah. the the Minecraft adventure mode spring springing off into like the jungle and to DayZ and stuff like that. Don't Starve was an alpha forever. Yeah. Or beta, whatever the early access was forever. But it was after Minecraft. Yes, well, I, I mean, believe significantly so. after. I yeah, thought. yeah, but I mean, it was one of the first who tried to make a big deal, at least first in my world or whatever oh, about surviving, about survival only. And I think that just the act of the survival part of it, just there doesn't seem to be a lot going on. Yeah. So it's 
collect things to build the next thing to collect things to build the next thing and that's kind of all there is to it kind of like a pyramid progression yeah. up the advancements yeah it's it's creating the next resource to create the next resource so it, it, i mean it's fine the game is competent it looks nice has a cool art style but like i just don't feel like playing it was a ton of fun i still have okay. it on my vita though so that, that's basically the hallmark of a lot of these 20 minute or less games is they're just fine yeah they're not gonna and I'm kind of I'm not a huge survival game guy to begin with, but mm-hmm. I really wanted to like this game because of how it cool. I love I mean, that how shit. It, how, it, how cool it looked, and so I think I played it actually for like an hour and a half. Okay, I think I gave this one more than twenty minutes because I really wanted to like find a survival game that I was into. Mm-hmm. This was not okay. Yeah, so I I downloaded it. They brought out just recently. It's called like the Giant Giants Attack or something like Giant yeah, Edition. I think I got that. Because it was cheap. When yeah. I was buying it, I was like, might as well buy everything. It's like a mode you can toggle on or off when you start a new game. Yeah. I guess it makes it harder, and there's like a giant beast that's like trying to get you at the same time or something, which is cool that they're still updating it. And again, I really like the art. Clay makes awesome-looking games, like they did Mark and the Ninja, and uh, uh, Shank, I think, was them too, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. But um, I'm going to go back to it. There's just It's definitely not on the priority that I feel like I need to force myself to love it. Because I got the idea. Yeah. It was, it was fine. Yeah. That's it's totally fine. I'm never going to play it again. Yeah. I'm sure there's there, there's got to be someone out there who loves Don't Start more than us. So That's what I figured. I thought yeah. that would be, if any of them, that would be one that someone would have yeah, feelings about. For sure. So if you love it and we're just not getting into it enough, or there's something that we're missing, or... Yeah. If there's just, the fucking Gold City in <laughs> Don't Starve, the Spelunky Gold City version in Don't Starve, like, tell us if there's, like, a bigger mystery there. Cause yeah. Or know, if there's a story that uh, envelops that we... Or, you know, uh, unfolds that I'm just not seeing or something. Because, I mean, Spelunky on the surface, you don't see any of that shit either. Yeah. It just you know for but whatever it's fun out the gate. It's fun to play and all then the time, it gets and then better, yeah. And then you find out all this d- deeper hidden stuff. But I don't know, just running along that kind of curved world, I felt like your view is really limited too. Yeah, it do that weird like it feels small Animal Crossing esque thing where it's like you can kind of see the curvature of the of the world, yeah, and it makes the viewing area seem smaller, and that the place isn't as big. But I don't know, whatever. Yeah, cool. Alpha time. Next up on Alphas, I tried to interrupt with Gang Beast earlier. Gang Beast is now for sale, courtesy of Double Fine. Oh, really? It oh, is. that's right. Yeah, I knew yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, another publishing But it, it's name. out of Alpha? No, no, no. I just, you can oh. buy it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Before, Gang Beast was a, a free download, and now you can pay, and they added more levels and costumes and shit like that. Um, that game, if you get with the, the right group of people, is like the most fun you'll ever have. A lot of people I've played it with just fucking hate it. If you want to see what it looks like, we did a, a live stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it on, uh, go to the Explosive Magico page. Is it up there? Or? Yes. Okay. On our, our YouTube page and and or on oh, our Twitch. We, we also put it in our Wazpod group. I think it's in a link. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. I think I put it up there. Okay, cool. Just, yeah, so you'll see it says we're streaming now. And then in there, I think there's a link also. Okay. So you can go either one of those ways. Um, I I just think that game is so fun. Really? Like, you know, like, load it up and don't care what happens because funny things happen. Like, any time you play it, it's going to be funny. I think the best thing about that game are the settings. This Oh, the levels? The levels. Mm-hmm. The levels are very cool. Yeah. You know, and it's, like, ridiculous that it's like, oh, now you're going to fight up on those, like, window cleaning on mm-hmm. the side of a building. And you can break the, the line. 
but the the actual game i thought was yeah, the the actual nice. game is f- serviceable but it's fun and be- that it, how hard it is to control and i know that's not your deal that's not at all and matt yeah. nick didn't like it kim thinks it's pretty funny but i it's like, funny they're gonna have like 60 levels by the end of it yeah and that's they're playing towards their strength there that's yeah, smart yeah. But, so, yeah, and you know it's not like an expensive game. It's like I think a, twenty bucks for the is it twenty bucks twenty bucks alpha? for the alpha right now. Oh, that oh I take that back. Then I thought it was way <laughs> cheaper than that. Nope, twenty That's bucks. Not worth twenty bucks at all. I paid twenty bucks. All right. If you have friends to play it with, buy it immediately. Don't I, listen to Ari. D- go get sports friends instead. Well, go get a different game. I think there's more time value in Gang Beasts. Really. Mm-hmm. Then Sports Friends? Yeah, because like every Sports Friends game, I like all of the Sports Friends games, but it seems to me most people we play with like one of them. Okay, but they really like one of them. Really like one <laughs> of them, but how long are you going to play Pole Riders versus like 15 different levels in Gang Beasts? But I could play uh, Bora Bora Ball or whatever. Bari Bari Ball? Bari Bari Ball. Uh, Bari Bari Ball and Hokra and Pole Riders, and then no one plays Joust. I would like to. I have still not played it. Yeah, I would like to. Play you need it. a bigger group for that. Yeah, for it to be fun. But yeah, we should try it someday. Yeah, we should try it. Oh, uh, what were we talking about? Alphas. <laughs> so we talked about Gang Beasts. I finally bought Crypt of the Necro Dancer, which I played a couple times. You know what that is? Yeah, I uh, when we were at Indiecade last year. Oh, that's right. We saw the first build of. I think it was like the first build, and they used a Dance Dance Revolution pad and a giant screen projected screen to play the game. I didn't see that, but that sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, it was at, it was at night. Oh, oh okay. that's yeah, that's when you had left. It was yeah, that was one of the coolest things I'd saw. And it, I looked at that and I said, "That's so cool because they'll never be able to sell that because <laughs> it'll never be on any system." Well, you don't need the the DDR mat is just sort of like a bigger. The it's D- probably a fun way to play it, but. I thought that's what made the game look cool. Okay, was that you're playing rhythm with your whole body, and it's like a DDR thing. Well, it's 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 cool because what it does is it forces you to have to make constant decisions whether or not you want to, because if you stop moving and break the rhythm, then you lose like a multiplier or like a strength type of thing. Yeah. So no matter what, you're, even if you're just using the arrows on a keyboard, which I was, click, you click, have to click, just keep click, going click. regardless of what you think you should do, and like you have to kind of pay attention to the monsters and how they move. It's it's a neat idea and it's still forming, uh, and I know it kind of can became, you play it longer than ten minutes without feeling like you're going to throw up? Yeah, yeah, because I really like games like Patapon. Like yeah. I thought that shit was awesome. I just love Patapon so much, but it's I think it's going to be neat. But the thing that bums me out about it is on Ouya there was a game called Rhythm Bros. I think it was, and I bought it. Because uh, I thought it would be a great multiplayer game, emailed the dev and I was like, "Hey, I can't get, you know, the PS or the PlayStation controllers working." He's like, "Sorry, it just didn't make any no money, support. so I didn't have, I wasn't able to implement it. Sorry, it disappointed you." But that game did this before, but no one fucking touched it. And I like this other game better because it's like a multiplayer deathmatch with this rhythm mechanic in it. Uh, that that actually sounds much better. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you're having you're you're. Everyone is like this weird character that has their own ability and their powers, <clears throat> but they are having to do their battles in rhythm. And if you throw a projectile, the projectile even moves in rhythm. So it's this guy had this idea, and then Crypto the Necrodancer came along, and everyone's flipping their shit about it. If I were the dude who made like, Rhythm Bros, I'd be so fucking angry right now because he. We should get him on on the. <laughs> yeah, he back. fucking figured it out, and no one played it, and it's yeah. such a bummer. Ooh yeah. 
Yeah, well, I mean, for all we know, it wouldn't have existed without it. Like, you might not have been able to do it. So. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'll, I I should check in on that game and see if it's still a thing, but I, it just made me sad for that dude. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Crypto the Necro Dancer. Uh, last one is Nuclear Throne, which is the new uh, Vlambeer. Oh, it looks so good. It's pretty great. If you like the, the dual joystick shooter i'm not gonna buy it until it's a real game but i really want yeah it's fun there's lots of characters the i think we when we talked about loot trousers it's kind of the same deal when you look at it you're like okay i get it but there's just something about the way their games feel like shooting the guns in that game feel fucking awesome oh really there's a really great power to it yeah there's like a really great crunchy thing and all you're just like a little fucking fish man walking around the level and holding right trigger to shoot stuff but when you do it there's something about it like you actually feel is there controller feedback uh i can't remember now oh, okay it's gonna be you know vita and playstation and when it's done but their prime focus i think is computer right now yeah uh but they do this thing and it might be part of the way that the guns feel is when there's a big shot or an impact the screen does a little shift like a left to right move. Oh, so, so it it's really like, feels like it's Yeah, you really popping. feel like you're fucking getting... It's not like, just like little tears going... Right, right. It feels like your guns are so meaty that they're affecting your like vision in the world. It's it's pretty cool. There's a ton of shit really goddamn hard. I It's it's like a Binding of Isaac where you can beat it. Yeah. But it's it has that sort of start a new run vibe to it. They update it every week. So something With substance? Sh- yes. Like do, this, do they change old stuff or just add new stuff? Um I'm sure there's like balance, but like when I bought it, the first update that came out uh right when I bought it is they added a whole new character. They added a gun. No, you a didn't character. have a gun before. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, when it started, the the nuclear throne didn't exist, which is like the end. Yeah. So it's like you didn't get to the nuclear throne. In the first version there was no nuclear throne. But apparently it's there. And I think it's like through eight bullet points on this, you know, the Binding of Isaac style grit or yeah, path pathway. Yeah. I can get to the third one. And there's like six more in front of me. I'm like, Jesus, Holy God. I'm never going <laughs> to fucking get this. But uh, it's very, very cool. I can't wait till it's on Vita so that I can play that all the time. And I guess I'll just be playing Binding of Isaac till then. But that that one's only like 12 bucks. Still, and there's a lot of content there for that. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. Well, you should do a run after this just to see it. That's fun. All right. Back into the show proper. All right. What? Uh, first game. First game. First up, let's talk about Cat Lady. And we started playing, the, or I started playing this because I was going to talk about it on the show. And then Ari ended up beating it. Yeah. And so I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. Uh, I, I talked about it in the last episode, but it was gifted to me. So, Oh, um, that's right. I really like when I get gifted games to uh, play them immediately. And Cat Lady also, I had been uh, been looking at for a long time. I was kind of just waiting for it to go on sale. Uh, but it it had caught my attention when it was even at first announced. Cause yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. Like a weird... Uh, it's like one dude too as far as i know it makes sense because it's so i don't know how you would convey that vision to somebody else <laughs> that's and right keep them on board it's uh first off it's an adventure game yeah which normally is not my forte that's more of ari's thing side screen adventure um very there there's like an unpolished polishness to the whole thing like you can see kind of the seams every once in a while 
but it's doing something so bizarro and new that you kind of press on anyway, and I, I really don't like adventure. It's not like you're clicking everywhere on the screen. There's a little bit of that. Yeah. But, I mean, especially when it's not uh, a first-person view or where it's like, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, dialogue trees. It's not so much... Sidebar now about yeah. the dialogue trees in Cat Lady, and there was something I really thought was interesting, is that someone will ask your character who is this girl who killed herself and was brought back. That's not a spoiler. That's the first... First five minutes of the game. Not even two minutes. Yeah. yeah. She killed herself, was brought back to take care of these... What does she call them? Like the filth or this... Uh, it's not exactly clear. The cat lady herself calls yeah, these yeah. people the something. Is that the cat lady? I thought you were the cat lady. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. That the, that woman's like the... The devil or some shit. I don't know. Death? I, I Yeah, death. We'll say she's death. Maybe? She calls someone like Bayou the... Bayou lady? The whatevers. And the, she, yeah, are they the parasites? Parasites. Parasites. Yeah, to come back and take care of the parasites. Uh, but as you're walking around as this woman... People will ask you questions about her, and you get to decide, like, essentially her backstory. Kind of, like, on the fly, which I thought was really cool. I wasn't exactly clear if you were figuring out her backstory or if you were just determining how they would respond to you. You know, like, if you were lying when you said certain things, or... There there wasn't a way to know if you were lying, but in, like, a shitty example, it's like, do you smoke? Yes, I smoke. No, I don't smoke. It was like a, a, an answer that had no bearing on the way that the game or the story was going to go. Yeah, you're never going to then like smoke if you said yes or yeah. not smoke if you said no. But you got to decide, and I thought that was like a really subtle but kind of neat, uh, a neat. What are they called? Those dialogue tree options that I hadn't really seen before. It didn't really affect the game in any way. It just. Well, the first time it came up, I was like, well, I don't fucking know. And I was like getting angry that I couldn't figure out which one I was supposed to answer. You thought it was going to be like a, a test? Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait. It's you literally failed. up to me. You do smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right. Go, sorry, go on. Um, no, and so uh, it, 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 you don't get stuck in those. There was one or two parts where I thought the... Uh, the puzzles were a little too stupid. Obtuse. And that it's like, you should have just clicked in the right Does place. Does it involve a heart of a spider? <laughs> that oh, In with, a demon world? With, with the mirrors? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that that was dumb. I looked it up. That's when I was like, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to look up how to beat it, and I'm going to go through the, as yeah. much of it as fast as I can. Yeah. But for the most part, they're fine, though. Mm-hmm. You can figure them out pretty quick. Um, they get you through the game doesn't just feel like a storybook which is good that's always the fear with adventure games is you get too close to just watching a cutscene and pressing a button yeah to get through cutscenes so it still had enough puzzles they weren't super in depth but the the world and the writing is so crazy it's so fucking crazy did you beat it i got i think maybe a chapter away from the end the end is mental you yeah. should beat it yeah it's, it's just, just not fun fun to play that much because it's so depressing. So well, not even that. I like that shit. It's just itself is not super fun because it's an adventure game to me. Oh, but you know, the, it's all in one plane, so it's hard to miss things. But every once in a while, because there's this like weird supernatural death element to it, you don't really know how the author is trying to get you to think. And there's one puzzle in particular when you're in like an insane asylum that we were referencing. The puzzle's just so fucking out there, and I could see the pieces of it forming, but I didn't understand how to connect the dots, and that, like, really takes me out of an adventure game, and it's probably because I just am not good at them, or I don't 
find the act of figuring that stuff out fun. Yeah. Uh, but there's a puzzle in particular. And it was when the the game was... I was like, wow, this is a, a darker thing than I was kind of expecting is it to be. Is this where even. you have to die? Uh, that one. Okay. But right before that, when you, the puzzle is assembling a weapon to kill somebody. Oh, yeah. And I was and like... It's not, a, not just a weapon. It's like a crazy-ass weapon. Yeah. Like, like really A really shit-rigged, you know, dead, dead rising style thing that you have to sneak up on this dude who's like torturing someone and kill them. With, turning turning humans into human paintings. Yes. And that shit in general yeah. was a really awesomely fucked up <laughs> thing too. Like Hannibal being one of my favorite shows on TV right now and I was like watching that at the same time that I was playing this. I was like this is this is like a very cool weird thing. It's funny because like I don't really play horror games. It's not my thing, but it's your thing. Right. You don't really play adventure games, but I really like them. Mm-hmm. So it's like... It kind of meet in the middle each, on this. Yeah, we each got drawn in by something different. Yeah. And like the horror, I, I thought it was still really cool, even mm-hmm. though it's not really my thing. Um, and the adventure was at least like passable for you to get through to the horror stuff for the and most it, part. It was the way that the... Or it was the content of the puzzles. It wasn't like I was putting shit together so that I could figure out how to sneak in through a window and then you know pull down a a ladder to do it like the puzzles weren't for something dumb it was to assemble a weapon to to kill someone to save yourself it was to find a thing so you can kill yourself it was that weird shit that made putting up with the adventure part of the the puzzles worth it to me what what about storyline do you think did you get enough of what's going on for yourself to feel like it wasn't uh, the guy's just not trying to be fucked up to be fucked up. I feel like he, the the whole thing is so coherent, like in its incoherentness or whatever. I feel like he had a plan. It feels like someone who had the story and they really wanted to tell it in a certain way, and it. I didn't feel like he was lynching it up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I I actually thought it was good too. Um, there's some things like questions, just like why would you ever pick this person to do that, and like, you know, why do these other people need to like be murdered, and like why would death care, and like you know, there's yeah, like yeah, yeah. some some questions. I guess that's like, not wrapped or wrapped up at the end of it. Yeah, it, no. Okay, it, it's like <laughs> the ending is cool, but it's not wrapping. Okay. Uh, it's not hipping and a hopping. So that I, that I that was it. like yeah, I would recommend it too. Mostly because what we haven't talked about is just the aesthetic of it. Also, is so cool. It's very weird. The music's kind of crap, but it's fine. It sets, <laughs> it sets a good tone or it sets a good mood. Uh, but it's so weird, and the art shifts. Like there's just random. Like it looks like almost like insane person collage in some scenes and then mm-hmm. other scenes it looks like hand-drawn people yeah and then other scenes it looks like giant lens flares okay, it, it was one of the few adventure games that i played that i wasn't annoyed by whenever dialogue would show up because i actually liked the story yeah most adventure games it's like the story is good enough to propel you to figuring out the dumb puzzles but it was like the the puzzles in this while still adventure game puzzles at least had a a sinister or bizarro outcome and the we- the story was weird enough and dark enough that I have not seen that in an adventure game before. Yeah. Normally this would Other be Other like, than I have no mouth. Yeah, I'm, I'm a scream. scream. Yeah. But that's an old adventure game which means it's busted as shit. <laughs> yeah. You didn't click the right pixel so you didn't find the fork. 
Ugh. I want. I love that game. The writing in, in I Have No Mouth But I Must Scream yeah. is so good. Yeah, it's crazy. But that's what I would say this is the most similar to. Yeah. That it just makes you feel bad. Yeah. In a great way, but it makes you feel bad. <laughs> I will say that this game, if I have any critique on it, um, is that it does a thing that I find problematic in, in most horror games where it'll just do something to be extremely shocking, but it'll have no relevance to the game. Oh. You know, like, it won't change this, the game or propel the story. It's just, like, a loud, like, screaming noise and something, like, horrific. You know? <laughs> sure. And, it, you know, people... I think people who do enjoy those games more than I do love those kind of scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just... Sometimes it's, it's it feels like the jump moment in a horror movie where it's just, like... Cheap? It's an easy... Yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of cheap. That, that reminds me, I got Gods Must Be Watching... <laughs> Or Gods Will Be Watching, and I need to jump over to that. Oh, yeah. That actually looks uh, compelling to me. Like, I'm drawn to that, too. Yeah. It's another one of those things, though, that despite the art, and or maybe probably in part because of the art, but the story and stuff, it makes you just feel awful, I guess. <laughs> like, it, it does a really good job of making you feel, even though they're pixels, feel like the, a torture scene or yeah. something like that. Like, on a visceral level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fine. I, I'm a million years behind on this, and I but I... I started playing because I feel like I have to play it. Is I started playing the Walking Dead games. I can't. Not an indie game, I know that, but I just felt like I'm. I have no right not to. Like I, I own it. <laughs> I've had it for forever. I've been putting off playing it. Yeah. I played it, and it's just so stupid to me because the only the gameplay sucks. It looks okay. The only game. The only like draw there is like you're gonna have to choose between two people you like dying. Mm-hmm. And then they just do that over and over and over and over and over again. I've, I will, I've only played through the first chapter. I'm going to keep playing him. I got to the end of, like, towards the end of the first chapter and stopped. Okay. I, I can't. I just don't have fun with them. And it was like game of the year and everyone loved it. That's and, it, yeah. And I was like, Did it's... you feel, like, hurt by those choices? Because to me it seemed like, oh, okay, I know. I don't even care about them anymore because this is, it. it's like the... And I, I already know, like, you have this cute little girl. <laughs> People love this game. Put she turns two and two into together. A, she turns into a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Either you're the dog or she's the dog, but one of you are the dog. I'm going to guess you're the dog. I... I, I either way I you like, know why because the, the previous oh, for the, for the season next one? two is yeah. Clementine still there <laughs> so you're the dog so you're probably the dog you're probably the which is like at this point I don't even feel like it's been done and it was shocking when it was done the first time yeah you know but now it's just like ugh. That, if that's all you got in your game then you're gonna have to do more at this point the floaty the floaty reticle thing was interesting yeah that's fine but I'm hearing you say you're not having that much fun with it is surprising because you like adventure games and i like don't so that it made sense to me yeah, but it's super light on adventure aspect, yeah, yeah you know well what do you consider a, an adventure game deeper when the puzzles are super like obscure or just when they're more involved when like these puzzles are basically a to b a to b a to b you know yeah, okay a plus b plus c and you know it's like take this to that take this to that it, it's not so much there's not there's like maybe one puzzle in the first uh chapter that is is somewhat interesting and the the floating reticle thing is cool because you could play it with a controller Mm -hmm. that's nice but it's not like you're doing much other than selecting things yeah it's you know it's just basically a workaround it feels like you're able to play more game like it tricks you into thinking you're playing it more 
Because you're not just like clicking on a thing on a screen and with a dude standing there clicking his toe or something. I guess so. so okay. I, th- I thought its its main draw was picking between two people that are going to die. Basically. And that happens I mean, and again, I've over not, and over and over. I've not played the other four. I played the first one. I played like, the first one too. I'm done. But it happens three times in the first one. Yeah. With like the dude at the farm and then someone in the the pharmacy or I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it just keeps happening. Speaking of the A to B, A to B adventure game, let's talk about our next game. Okay. Finding Teddy. I like this game. We are going to have to differ on this opinion. So, Finding Teddy, uh, I did play it on iPad, like you suggested, and I can see why. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, Ari uh, gave me a list when he went to Africa. Uh, again, while we have not been here very long. Africa. Um, Ari is now out of quarantine, so we're able to record again. I've been uh, touching my friends. He's been touching all his friends. Um, so, he told me about Finding Teddy, and oddly enough, I had Finding Teddy on my iPad. Uh, and on Steam, had never played either. Uh, pixel art, and it is a. It's it's pretty beautiful. It is very pretty, right? At, at the very least. At the very least, you see a little girl die a lot, and I like that. <laughs> that yeah, that is true. <laughs> Finding Teddy is a little girl in a room, and this weird spider thing steals her teddy bear, and then she's suddenly in this magical world of singing frogs and. <laughs> Golem well, when you say it like that, it sounds bad. <laughs> All right. So give me your brief overview of what you thought of Finding Teddy. Okay. So it's it's an adventure game where it's very short. It's like two hours. Uh, the ve- longest two hours. Sorry, I want to interject. <laughs> it's, but it, it's basically, you know, this girl trying to get her, her bear in this really weird, bizarre world. I, one thing, I don't think it's a, a great game. I don't think it's a perfect game. I, I agree sh- with you. I think it's... It's a short game that does some really interesting stuff. It's got musical puzzles, sound puzzles, which you don't see very much in any Mm -hmm. other game. I thought that was a really cool aspect. And I thought it was... um, It's not like super deep, but it's like kind of a cute little story. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, it's not one I'm going to remember forever, but I thought I enjoyed playing it. Okay. Did you... How did you end up with the game? Did you just bought it? I don't remember. I think it, it might have been in a list. pack or something. It might have been. It was in my list, and I just... Because I don't remember buying it on Steam, because I already had it on iPad. Yeah. So it must have been in some bundle we bought. Um, okay. I did not like this game. <laughs> I liked a couple things about it. Uh, like you said, the music puzzle part of it was very cool. But um, so much... Of that, like the first time I did it, I'm like, oh, that's really neat. And then the way you solve the music puzzles then from it, then it's on, hard. it's exactly the same. Oh, yeah. It's, you find a thing singing a song, you open up this like musical chart and start tapping until you figure out what the notes are. You do that over and over. There's like three main chapters in this game. You didn't figure it out? Spoiler alert for people who give a shit about Finding Teddy. That are letters. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to... No, whatever. fuck it. I don't give a <laughs> shit. The, that was an almost Fez level... That's what, I, that's what I liked so much about it. Was it almost Fez level realization that, oh my god, I finally understand these symbols. Yeah. That is really goddamn cool. That's what I liked so much about the game. Playing the game was garbage. All right? So you click on the edges of the screen to go to the different levels. There's like an inventory system... 
You find a thing, figure out who needs the thing. You find the person singing the song, give another person the song. The game itself is super not fun. The art is awesome, and that the way that they figured out how to give a musical symbol to every letter of the alphabet, when you finally realize that's what's happening, was very, very neat. Very cool. And then how, because it was, there's like a scene where you're running through an underground tunnel and you see writing on the wall. It's like, oh, that looks like the musical notes. And then it's like suddenly your eyes snap into focus and you see that it's spelling words. Like, holy shit. That moment, like I said, I almost had that feeling like when I first figured out a big thing in Fez and then felt nothing after that. It was like, they had had that idea. That is the idea that spurred this game. That was it. I 100% agree with you. On what you're saying, I hear you. In that there's just you. there's really it's a one note game. Yes. for puzzles, it's it's one note for puzzles. The the thing though is that it's there's only like five puzzles. Like it's just so short that for me doing them over and over again because the first two or so I have no idea what's going on other than trying to like hear the the music and play along with it. Mm-hmm. So those two puzzles feel very different than the later three or so. So the fact that uh, the puzzles are all the same, I didn't mind as much because there's just not that much. There's not that many times you have to do it. And meanwhile, you're exploring more of this world and you're getting like the simplistic story that there is was like I thought was kind of cool. And the art I thought was awesome. The art is very cool. And the way that the character design, the character design and the way the characters move. And when you mess up and watch the way the characters kill this little girl. <laughs> Fucking kill the girl over. I, would, I was getting so pissed. Cool. I just started doing this thing that I knew was going to murder her over and over again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I think the when it started to break apart for me was not understanding. Or they did a really poor job of making you understand how like the sidekick system how that worked that's true that's and, true that was that was one puzzle where when i figured out what to do with the things that follow you mm-hmm. it like busted open but it didn't feel like a aha moment it just felt like come on yeah yeah like, and it was when you had to combine them yeah yeah fuck that <laughs> but that was, that was like one one part exactly and that was about when i quit okay i i so didn't, you didn't beat it no okay i read it Okay. I read the ending. You know, Joey reads the ending.com, whatever the fuck it was. I I got past chapter two into where you're in Tyrants or whatever, Tyrants place, the yeah. big, the spider guy. Yeah. And I got like halfway through the last chapter. And I was like, I know what I need to do to the end of this. I just don't want to. So I was like laying on the couch doing all this stuff. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong, ding dong, like trying to figure out the melody. I'm like, I am not having fun. That's a neat idea that they made a bad game around. <laughs> well, once you figure out the letters thing, though, then you can breeze through the rest of the game in like 15 minutes. Right. And I, I like And that ending scene, I thought was neat. It sounds like they, they actually made good on that idea. Yeah. Getting there, though, didn't care. Okay. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. No, I mean. Yeah, no, no. I totally hear what you're saying. And I would have been bothered by that if the game was twice as long. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it I thought it was short, short enough that it, I was willing to forgive a lot of that. Hour and a half, if you know nothing, I'm assuming. I yeah. I like, think as that's soon safe. as I got stuck, I probably could have figured out the whole dual system, but I was just like plowing through it now. If so you want to could... speed run the game and you know what's going on and you don't spend any time, it was twenty half minutes. hour. Yeah. yeah, twenty minutes. Yeah. So it's it's neat. Um, don't pay a lot for it, in yeah. my opinion. I no, I agree. It's not a it's not a big game, so I would I wouldn't recommend paying a lot. Mm-hmm. 
But, uh, you know, if it's on sale, it's a cool way to spend two hours, I think. If you like puzzles. Yeah. And especially the music aspect of the puzzle was, was neat. I would recommend Cat Lady, if you had to choose. <laughs> They're very, very different. Very different. Cat Lady, at least in the bad puzzle department, at least has cool stuff surrounding it. Yeah. So. It's much darker, though. Yep. Even though a little girl dies a million times. <laughs> If that tells you anything, much darker. <coughs> oh, I, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it, but I'm glad I played it. I think we we've not had one of our main games with a very difference of opinion. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ari, that game sucked. <laughs> uh, next up. Let's talk about Taichu. Taichu. Is it Teach You or Taichu? You know, that's the jury's still out on that. We always call it Taichu, but it's spelled Tichu. I like Taichu. Taichu, but there's no A. Yeah, I know. T I C H U. Tichu. 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 I bet it's Tichu. I think it's Tichu. I'm calling it Taichu. Anyway, yeah. uh, Taichu, it, it, it portrays itself as kind of like an old Chinese ancient game, but it's we, not. We should first explain uh, it's. I, I play it on my Android. I play it on an on iPhone, iPad, so, yeah. and in real life. We play it in we real play life. It, but it's a card game that was adapted into these digital um, outlets. Yes. So, um, that's I think that you need to get yeah, that first. For, what is, do you, does it say how old the game is on there? It's not that old from what I understand. Because um, it, was, it was like, I think it was like a British guy or... or uh, yeah. It or, makes it seem like it's a Chinese tradition. He, he was inspired by other games that he then put this game together um but i don't know uh you know i don't i I don't have the history i can't remember when he made it or okay yeah because it has like art like it's uh it has the feel of one of those games that has been updated since like the 70s but i think it's kind of intentional like it's an old yeah it looks like what people thought the orient was like in the 70s yeah exactly jade diamonds and then and dragon every character look. on the card is a yellow skinned person it's like oh, i don't know with a big fu manchu mustache yeah i don't yeah. know if this is okay um but taichu is uh, a trick-taking game for people that don't play a lot of cards that means someone plays a card down in front of them uh, say it's a single five. So the next person has to play a card that's better than that. So they have to play a six or higher. Uh, and you keep going around the table until someone can't beat it. And then that person who wins the hand gets to start the next round. Yeah, it's also known as a shedding game because you're just shedding cards out. Or a ladder. A ladder game. Ladder climbing. It's a, it's a team game. Yes. So you're playing, it's two and two. Uh, two players per team, two teams. Yes. So there's, there's elements of... You know, betting of saying, I'm going to go up first, which is a risk because you can either gain or lose 100 points. Uh, there's no table talk, and you pass cards to your opponents as well as your partner, uh, trying to keep the lead so that you can lead the hand every round and go out before your opponents. Uh, it's one of those things where, on the surface, it seems very simple, uh, but there is a lot of awesome nuance to it. For it being essentially a standard deck of cards with four new or four different cards in it. So, how how much do you think you play this on your phone? On the phone, when I first got it, I played it at least like three games a day. Okay, for like a couple months. Because I think that helps explain why this is like kind of a weird game for us to talk about. Yes, but the reason is because of what you just said. I play it once a day, 
At still? least. Yeah. Still. Oh, once okay. I, and it's usually when I'm in the bathroom. But I still play it. <laughs> uh, if, I, if I have to kill, like... How's Idiot Cunt doing? She's terrible. I hate her more than ever. Ari renamed his partner in Taiji <laughs> to I will Cunt. tell you, the AI is not great in the Android version. Um, but you you just play around it. It doesn't break the game. It just makes you scream at the phone sometimes. Yeah. Like, why would you... Yeah. Anyway. It's like you're, if your partner's winning something... Uh, you're going to leave it because you want your partner to still be able to go out as well as you in the phone that you put down like a king and then the opponents pass and then your partner will just blast it away with like an ace or something for no reason (laughs) to steal the lead from you or what's even more frustrating to me is that the the player right neck that goes right after your partner will have called grand taichu which is basically a big bet where they're betting they'll be able to win that match and there's a lot at risk, mm-hmm. so you really don't want to let... You basically change the game to make sure that person doesn't win. Yes. No longer focused on you winning, that person can't win. And your partner, that guy will have one card left. Your partner will put down like the lowest card. Like the easiest <laughs> thing to beat. Yeah. Or, or they'll just pass. You know, they'll and then later they'll play four aces, which are like the highest cards. It's like you held those the entire time. Couldn't you have just put it? That guy had a six. You could have beaten the guy. Instead, you just for to keep this chain that you wanted to play later. You held on to these cards. Yeah, yeah. it's so infuriating. I think the apps, both for both. I'm. It's the same dude. I'm pretty sure. So I yeah. know my AI guy is the same as your AI guy. It's a great thing to play as a fast track to learning it to play it in real life, which is where the best part of this is. I think. I, I still think it's standalone. It's fun. I have fun uh, no, it is. It, it yeah. is. But any like any game I play with real people is more fun than the best game on the phone. Well, because you get the satisfaction of beating someone oh, so yeah, in their face, stomping someone in the ground, stupid little face. There was um. Like, I, I think I showed it to you and Kim, and then Phil got into it, and then his wife, and then Brian and Kyle have also played it, and Matt and Nick. Like, it's slowly spread out the more people that know how to play it, and it's not one that, if even if I saw it on the shelf, I'd be like, oh, I should pick that game up, because it just looks like a standard deck of cards, and I almost know no standard card games yeah. at all like i barely know how to play poker <laughs> it, it it it's not like a sexy looking game like it basically looks like oh so you bought solitaire again or something or like bridge <laughs> some you know i have that. hearts on my computer you, you don't need to pay for that yeah uh but it's it's got enough to it and the team i like i've never really played bridge i haven't either but i kind of want to learn how to play because it's so dense but yeah but this, i think i need to be at least 50 Oh, you know, one of my friends, she won a scholarship to college for bridge? playing a bridge tournament. Yeah. She was like the only 18-year-old playing bridge. So, of course, she's going to win like the youth bridge yeah, yeah. tournaments. <laughs> it's all old people dressed up as youths. <laughs> Come on, laddie. Let's, let's, get, let's go. Let's get kicking. Let's go buy some Boone's Farm. I'm an old man. See? <laughs> uh, what is he? He's an old 14-year-old girl? Yeah. Okay. Look at me. I'm an old 14-year-old girl. Let's have promiscuous sex. A very because... underage promiscuous duty. <laughs> uh, those are terrible old guy impersonations. <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty good. I need help. <laughs> so you can get Taichu at a game store or online, I think. It comes with two copies of the deck for like 10 to $15. Yeah. Uh, the app, I believe, is two-ish. Download the app to learn the game to play it in real life with people. Yeah. It is one... like, Or if, when you poop. Or when you poop. 
but not in real life. <laughs> Don't separate those two. It is one you of the some freaky friends. Yeah. yeah, it is one of the few games that if we're going away for like the Fourth of July or going to like a thing, I will always bring Tai Chi because you know it takes a couple rounds to teach to someone, but it's almost always people like it. Yeah, Once and it, they understand it's, it. it's it's a fun game too because it's matches. So even if you're losing, you can always win the war. You know, it's one of those yeah, like, yeah, lose yeah. the battle, win the war type games. Mm-hmm. You never feel like, oh, I'm screwed. I'm out of this. There's been a couple. Phil and I beat uh, Caitlin and Kim once, like eleven hundred to fifty or something like that. That's pretty sad. It was pretty bad. Because yeah. <laughs> if you and your partner go out before either of your opponents, you automatically get two hundred points and they get nothing. So Phil and I kept doing that. So there's kind of a different game for you that you probably never buy because it looks like a pack of cards, on, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like another card phone game. T I C H U. Yeah. Uh, oh, look, real quick, let's talk about the four other cards that actually make this thing different. Okay. Because every suit is just like a standard suit. There's four suits, uh, two through ace, ace being high, and then there's four separate cards. There's a one, which is worth one, but it means you're going to go first that round. When yeah, it's dealt. It's, that's the dog. No, no I mean, that's one. not the dog. That's just one. Sorry. The Mahjong. The Mahjong. That's what it's called. There is a dog, which has no numerical value, but all it does is allow you to pass start from yourself to your partner, which sometimes can be a curse because it can't beat anything. There's a um, phoenix, which is either worth a wild in a, in a run, like if you go two, three, four, five, six phoenix, um, or it is uh, worth half above the previous single card it's kind of confusing. or uh, two of a kind or pairs or yeah, trips. yeah phoenix is wild, it's wild or it's if you play it on top of a single like ari plays a six and then i play the phoenix it's worth six and a half so a seven could beat it which i would never do that'd be a terrible move uh, yeah but it's the, terrible the Don't phoenix do is also worth negative points if you end up with it at the end of the round yeah if you win the like hand with that phoenix it means you get those cards you get those points including the negative points yeah and the dragon which is the highest single card um, it is worth 25 points, but if you win because of the dragon, you have to give the cards to an opponent, which means they get the points for the dragon, but you get to now lead. All this sounds really confusing, I know. Download the app, two bucks, buy the card game. It's very good. It's fun, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's, it's one of those fun games that you'd never get to unless you were told that it was guaranteed that it was fun by two And it's apparently chance. notoriously hard to teach, which... Even the rule book and the thing I thought was pretty solid. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think it, once you see it, just look at it. Even if you don't know how to play, if you get the app, just run through a couple of matches and you should be able to pick it up. I kind of want to get a tattoo of the dragon card. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. It's a pretty awesome looking trick. Yeah, and then also get that uh, very stereotypical Oriental man just on the cover, straight on your chest. Yeah, ah, uh, that'd be cool too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you weren't allowed to say Oriental anymore. You're not. It's not so good. What's the What's the real one? East Asian. East Asian? I think that's appropriate. Asian? Yeah. Well, Asian could be Indian, too. Oh. Or Russian, technically. Oh, geez. This is getting complicated. East Asian. Okay. East Asian. Or, like, Chinese, if you're talking about China. And Korean. I See, I don't know, though. Then stick with East Asian. East Asian. Okay. (laughs) East Asian, the dragon. Um, Oh, you should stick with my favorite, Celestial. (laughs) <laughs> sorry matt greetings celestial <laughs> frisky dingo quote all right great all right last game 
Duck game. Currently only on Ouya. Currently. Uh, but exciting news that it will be on Steam, published through Adult Swim. You said it was in like February? Is that well, I, I recently uh, read from the creator um, that he said this about a month ago. He said February 2015. Okay. Yeah. Couch multiplayer arena battle with ducks and guns. And it feels almost frenetic as WarioWare. It does. You're right. Yeah. It's got this awesome system where it's just like move, 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 boom, 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 like change, change, change. And it's like super, super uh, eclectic guns, like tons of different There's stuff. There's a shitload of guns and they all feel very different. Super different. Um, the Everyone's one hit. Everyone's a duck. And you have different hats, which out of the gate, <laughs> very big plus on the, the bullet points in the back of the yeah, box. It's, it's a really funny game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. Uh, also, the game is really funny. There's a... Uh, a good sense of humor with all the different duck heads because it's not just hats sometimes it's a whole head yeah yeah yeah. like a, a big out a dinosaur head will cover up the du- the uh the duck head or something like yeah. that but that's also your team so and you it's, can... it's couched as if you were watching a sports cast of like this duck blood bowl <laughs> yeah <laughs> so there's like an announcer and there's like um Little interstitials. Or the highlights. The highlights. highlight reel and all That's this shit. That's the best. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so good how he was Because it's always embarrassing for me. <laughs> where at the end of the game, it just picks... The computer just randomly picks out some highlights, which most of the time they're actually good highlights. Once in a while, it's like you all just fell off the map. <laughs> which is still a good <laughs> highlight. Still pretty good. Yeah. And it cuts them together to like show you the last uh, f- 10 matches, however long it took to win the game. Mm-hmm. There's You can uh, flap your wings to float downwards. Uh, and as we said, there's probably about 50 different guns, uh, but he's done a thing where if you find an old-timey Civil War front-loading musket thing, when you reload, you have to swab out the gun <laughs> and sit there still not moving as you push the rod down the front of the gun and swab it out and clean it so you can shoot one more bullet. Meanwhile, the other guy's hunting you with a flare gun. <laughs> He'll shoot it past you and then swear like crazy because it only has one shot. Yeah. Then you frantically both run for whatever other gun you can find. Right. Um, there's he, he really went to crazy places with some of the weapons. Like, there's a Bible or something like that. That's such a good weapon, yeah. He, there's a Bible where you're when you fire it, you start to, like, talk... And then it converts the other duck into your team. Yeah, basically hypnotizes them. <laughs> <laughs> Makes them a zealot for your your dino ducks or whatever team you're playing for. Uh, it's it's very, very fast. Um, that's what's I, so satisfying and different about it, though. Is And that's what makes it so different from any other co- couch multiplayer I've played, is that the matches just keep switching. Like, as soon as you die, it's almost like the satisfaction you get with Meat Boy, where it's like, you die yeah, and immediately, yeah. like, Oh, I can do this. Let me do it again. And you get another shot immediately. It's not like you're watching other people fight for a while. Whereas, like, if you die in Towerfall, it could be another, like, couple minutes because two people are out of arrows and, like, can't Yeah, and then it's just birds flapping at each other. (laughs) Yeah. In in this one, uh, you know, seconds for four people. Like, a four-person match can be over in seconds. Uh, And then it has a lot of really great subtle things, like where if you're running towards someone and you duck... Ah, you'll slide on your back and you can still shoot from your back you feel like Like, a badass action star it gives you all these awesome action moves oh and you didn't mention the best part i haven't intentionally i was saving it (laughs) there's a quack button there is a quack button (laughs) (laughs) which just press it 
for no reason. Mostly when you win and it like the camera zooms up to your guy, just yeah, it's a fantastic taunt. Not since Show Me Your Moves has there been a taunt as devastating. <laughs> and Ari's taunt awards, Show Me Your Moves, finally upstaged. Uh, uh, I didn't one. say upstaged. I said not since Show Me Your Moves. Show Me Your Moves is up I'm going to say upstaged. All right. All right. Different, different <laughs> Show opinions. Show Me Your Moves. <laughs> uh, also, the music is really good. Yeah. Uh, Landon, the guy who basically did everything for the game uh, and the music, also did the music for Super Super Puzzle Platformer Deluxe, which is fucking awesome. With as another well. game I love, and I still play that game I do when too. I have people over. I <laughs> yeah. love that game. It's so good. Um, so I, I think that might have been how he first worked with Adult Swim, maybe. But uh, he brought out Duck Game for Ouya. I got it because I got an email that was like, "Hey, check out Duck Game on Ouya." And then I saw Sold. It. <laughs> it's like, well, I it, that title alone made me open the email. And then the uh, Ouya does a really smart thing when they promote a new game. The image in line of the email is an animated GIF. So you, so you get see, to see like, a little bit of the action. A little bit of the gameplay. And I was just seeing these ducks sliding around and like flapping and like feathers flying everywhere. I was like, what the fuck is happening in this thing? I had to find my Ouya and dust it off and plug it in the thing. I, I loaded it up. Uh, and because there was no one else around, so I had to put uh, another controller in and played it to play it. You know, yeah. uh, loaded up two characters, shot the other duck, exited out of the game, and purchased the full version. <laughs> 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 like the other person wasn't even moving around or anything. I was just like, "All right, I get this." <laughs> uh, and I think he said, like, at least initially there was like fifty weapons. I don't know. He's been updating it still and patching it, and probably yeah, that's pre- a great thing too. Is it's prepping he's it for still the, supporting it big time. Well, we we actually recorded a duck game episode about two months ago at this point because Landon Podbielski, creator, music author, uh, artist, everything designer, for duck game, coder. actually was awesome enough to talk to us, um, and I'm apologized to him via email a couple times that it's taken so long to get this out there because we lost an episode but now mark your calendars for february duck games coming to steam yeah and we didn't know he he hinted at it earlier he said there was something going on but he wouldn't tell us we didn't know congratulations to landon this is awesome news adult swim puts out all awesome games yeah i haven't played the ninja yet but all the other games i've gotten and i've loved even the the mansions game for your phone i got the phone games too the mansions game you know where you're just like swiping houses condo monster condo my condo yeah yeah. that's a great game all the all the adult swim so it's like it's encouraging that they're still continuing to identify really great talent Mm -hmm. really great games um and that it's coming to steam is another amazing awesome thing yeah don't have a new year (laughs) because <laughs> and you never will <laughs> but uh you know props to uf because uh because of it i think it exists uh but i'm glad more people are going to finally get to play it so let's let's talk to landon Interview time. Game. all right we are joined by landon and uh i probably should have asked before we started pod bielski yeah, nailed it. Awesome. Nailed it. Landon Podbielski, creator of Duck Game. The great Duck Game. The great Duck Game. This has been a long time coming, but I'm very, very excited. Um, yeah, th- thanks so much for joining us. We really, really enjoy your game. So I'm sure that'll thanks. come out as we start talking about it. But uh, yeah, we're just not, be forewarned. We're not going to throw you under the bus halfway through. <laughs> yeah. So why'd you make a shitty game, Landon? That's question one. <laughs> I thought that's how game journalism was like supposed to work. Yeah, I bet, yeah. Well, no, we talk we talk bad about you after we hang up. 
I believe is how it goes. Uh, you uh, just did all that move stuff. How'd that go? Oh, that was pretty good. Uh, the new house is uh, is pretty nice. There's some ants, but we like completely eradicated them on the first day we moved in. Like ten thousand different things. So. Oh, nice, nice. So you marked your move with the occasion of an ant genocide that will be spoken by the ant community for centuries to come. <laughs> yeah, there's like a ant Chernobyl around here now. They don't come within a hundred feet of the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. I, I'm supposing we just finished talking about Duck Game in the, the show proper. But Duck Game, for me, came out of absolutely nowhere and blew me away. I I got that email blast from Ouya and was like, hey, check out this uh, check out this game. It's called Duck Game. Yeah, the name at, alone <laughs> is like... <laughs> it's pretty grabbing. I mean, uh, where did the name come from? Uh... Yeah, actually, it was, uh, I always kind of never had a name for it when I was working on it. Whenever I asked if people wanted to play it or people, like, told me they wanted to play it, they'd always just call it that. Okay. And it stuck, so I decided to keep it because, like, I don't know what else I'd call it, and I'm crappy at coming up with names, so I figured, you know, this is this is good enough. Oh, uh, no, it's perfect. I, I also like how, how it would, like maybe rage some people to thinking like why didn't you come up with a better name for your game what are you doing or have you gotten that from several people like on twitter and stuff yeah every now and then somebody oh, will, man. like they don't get so mad but they they like you know the, the game's cool but why did you call it that what are you doing <laughs> oh that's delicious yeah yeah so are you the the sole developer of duck game like every part of it or do you have yeah. a small team yeah i do everything oh man how, how long was the development cycle for it um, I started the game like, uh, I guess a year and a half ago, two years ago now, but, uh, the development cycle really, uh, I, I like, I made it in Game Maker, uh, over the course of a couple weeks, just a prototype, and then I decided to port it, which took a month or two to do it to Mono Game, and then after that, it was on hiatus for a long time until, uh, I showed it to Ouya and they liked it, they picked it up and it was, uh, about six months after that, before it uh, before it finally came out, working full time. Wow! So Uya then did they like? They if put this is seed too money, if this, yeah, seed money to like propel you to do this full time. Is that how the deal with them worked? Or yeah, I had uh, I had quit work uh, about six months prior. I had saved up a runway to do independent development for a while, but it turned out my runway was. Uh, not very good. <laughs> a little shorter than anticipated. Yeah, like half as long. Oh so, man! So when I went to Uya. They uh, they actually did. They offered, uh, like I said, you know, I want to make this game, and they said, do you need some help? Like, do you need money to finish development? And they they helped me get through to the end of it until release. Well, it's it's great that knowing that that even even though it was a shortened. Uh, shortened ending there that you were able to throw in parts that you definitely didn't need to do but which are totally awesome like the recap system where the computer pulls out clips to show you from your battles mostly of me dying every single time (laughs) (laughs) like you didn't have to do that or you know with the whole newscatcher thing but it's awesome that you did even though you had like so many pressing time restraints (laughs) yeah yeah i was really happy to be able to get that in Uh, like half the features in duck game were never intended like i'll just uh my problem with game development, which I think a lot of game developers have, is you start making a game, and then you get bored of it, and then you have mm-hmm. to finish it, and it's like, ah, oh, geez, you know, I, I've done all the parts I like doing, now i got to do menus and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose so, like, especially if it's just you. 
Like, there's yeah. no one keeping you accountable or anything, I'd imagine. It's yeah, you just... can't put the crap work on an intern or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I can't, like, spread it out anywhere. I got to do all of it. But uh, every time that happened, I would just sit down and think of a new weapon or a new feature. Or something something that, like, totally would wreck the code base that oh, wouldn't man. work at all so that I could, like, make it work for fun. Give yourself an excuse to get back to the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, there's lots of... Like, the grappling hook is one of those, uh, the replay system, uh, the fire system, even. There wasn't going to be fire, which <laughs> would have been awesome. pretty different. It, I would say 90% of the times, if fire shows up, everybody dies within five seconds. <laughs> There's immediate screaming, and everyone's <laughs> running around like, God damn it, God damn it, no. <laughs> yeah, the whole game becomes just, like, making sure that you're somewhere that you don't die. So, with, with the Ouya funding the beginning, is it is it pretty locked to Ouya, then? Like is it um, is it their property technically? It is for uh, they have an exclusive period oh, okay. after uh, after release. And then, do you plan on longer? Do you plan on porting it to other stuff, or can you not say? Uh, I can't say. Gotcha. Okay. But uh, like, stay tuned, kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, heard of things like that happening in the past. Yeah. Yeah, we could just we could say that. Oh, s- speaking of, um, happened with another Uya success story, Towerfall. Which I'm sure people are drawing a, like a little bit of comparisons with the couch multiplayer, like arena-based fighting. But I would just like to call attention. Um, I don't know. This may be a games journalism exclusive, but um, your Towerfall character that you're going to add to the game, I'm very excited about. <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember announcing this on Twitter. <laughs> And we can yeah. we can cut this out if you want, but no, the, I totally remember the the Towerfall character that you're going to add that's going to fart and be dumb, and the only weapon it can use is a toilet because it's pooping. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. <laughs> and I would just like to know: is that a coming patch, or is that going to be for a later edition of the game? Or <laughs> well, that. Uh... I didn't mean for that to be bitter or anything towards the Towerfall devs, first of all. I wanted it to be like a, what the hell? Yeah, are you getting, is it was just like everybody bombarding you with Towerfall type stuff? Is that the problem? There was a lot of that, yeah, like, uh, like I You're no right, uh, man, no right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I would get that, there were a few reviews that drew it, like, attention to, like, it's hard not to, right? I mean, my game comes out, it's local multiplayer, uh, everybody's on the same screen at the same time, and uh, it's on Ouya, and it's their local multiplayer thing, right? And it's like, it's easy to look at it and think, okay, well, Towerfall, Towerfall's done, now Ouya needs, like, another Towerfall. Right. But, uh... The feel of the games are so different. Even, like, I hadn't played Towerfall. I watched development of it, I'd seen screenshots from Matt and stuff like that, and mm. I, like, specifically turned away when I started making Duck Game because I wanted to make sure that I could keep, like, uh, sort of... When people make comparisons, I could be like, "Yeah, you know, well, I did this, I did that." And yeah, yeah. Like, you didn't want to like this was gonna like anything. Any uh, relations was coincidence, but I feel like there aren't that many. So what you're saying is Matt's an asshole and he stole your game. <laughs> <laughs> so look, we should yeah. just call Matt up and then ask him what his problem is. Yeah, 
<laughs> no, the game no, Matt's, feels Matt's so a good different. guy, and his game's awesome too. And like, I think that Towerfall and Duck Game are super different. Yeah, like, I, I do too. I, I would say like Duck Game hits that urge that that plays in my heart where like WarioWare hits, where it's just like you get instant gratification and then you move on to something totally different. But at the same time, it adds that couch multiplayer, which is just so awesome that people are starting to develop games for that again. Yeah, well, I think we've talked about it on previous shows. I am a huge fan of that, and I know not a ton of people are equipped, like, you know, to have four friends come over. Yeah, they don't have friends to come over and play stuff on the couch. But some of my best video game experiences have been in that type of game or that type of set. So I'm glad that they're starting to exist again. And I've always advocating finding creepers on Craigslist that'll just come over to your house so that you can play games like Duck Game. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, man, that's a, that's an exercise in uh, getting to know people for sure. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned the weapons, and I think that's one of the, the biggest standout points about Duck Game is your attention to realism. Uh, yes. <laughs> with uh, the, the front-loading... Um, Musket. um, Muskets and the spreadable fires and stuff like that. Uh, How many weapons did you intend to be in this thing? Because there's, what now, like 700 or something? (laughs) Like like around, yeah, almost a thousand now. (laughs) (laughs) The guns are actually making new guns now. It's become (laughs) self-aware. As an AI, yeah. The game auto patches. But yeah, part of of the fun of it was finding all these different weapons just... Uh, hey, what is this thing? And then instantly killing myself. But, like, <laughs> h- how many weapons are there actually in the game? Um, there are around 50 weapons right now. Wow. And uh, I'm still uh, I'm working on more. I try not to add a weapon unless I feel like it fills a void. Mm-hmm. Like it has some purpose that another weapon doesn't quite serve. The thing about Duck Game is uh, all the weapons, I was able to go with the realism thing. And a lot of them, it's weird, with the one-shot kill thing... And the level designs, like, uh, it's hard to unbalance the game because anything, any weapon you'd consider way better, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as everyone's not, like, getting it on every single level. And even if they are, like, it's sort of balanced because everybody can go get one. Right. Uh, and it's one-shot kill, so if you've got, like, the the big uh, Earthworm Gym laser and, like, somebody's got a dueling pistol, they can still win yeah, if they're exactly. outsmart you. And, and the matches it, last, it, like, 10 seconds anyway, so if anyone's getting super pissed about, like, a 10-second a match, they're just an asshole, so that's it's all good. Yeah, you gotta calm down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. It's, uh, like, I was even gonna... There was, there was a lot of design choices throughout where I would, like, flip-flop on things, and uh, a friend of mine suggested that I do a respawn system, and we tried it out, and... It's definitely, I think, one of the most important parts of Duck Game is is the uh, the shortness of the matches, just mm-hmm. due to how easily you can die. Well, one question that I, I like to ask game devs is uh, if there were any features that you had planned on um, that you or that you wanted to put in, but then during the development it just became like too ridiculous, or you just didn't want to put the time in to make it happen when you had other things you wanted to put in. Uh, there were a few things I was playing with. <clears throat> One of them was uh, destructible walls, like being able to shoot through things. Uh, I had a system that did it dynamically, and you could shoot through anything, and it actually looked fairly nice. The problem with it, though, is it lead- led to a bunch of issues. Like, uh, like if you shoot a hole in the wall, the collision system uh, still works on like collision boxes. So if there's a hole in the wall, your gun won't go through it. Your duck will still raise their gun. 
which was really awkward because like if you had say a sniper rifle obviously you want to be able to shoot through the wall and like snipe through the hole you shot through right yeah mm-hmm. and stuff like that wasn't like uh wasn't proving to be feasible in the time frame gotcha and and like i didn't know overall either right like i never got the destructible walls to the point where i could test them in game and if i did it could have been like I put three or four days work into it. We play with it and decide, you know, it was better before. <laughs> so how how far into the process uh, before the quack button showed up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the quack button was actually uh, pretty early. Uh, um, that's awesome. <laughs> it was uh, it was it was actually uh, suggested by a friend as well. Very very early in development, where they were just being like, you know, you're duck. You should be able to do duck stuff. <laughs> That that actually yeah. raises my biggest beef with the game, uh, which I'm gonna have to get real with you now. Is I love playing as Jazz Duck, and the problem I have is when I'm Jazz Duck, I can't see myself quack, and it makes a huge dilemma for me <laughs> because I don't know how to taunt now, but I also don't not want to play as Jazz Duck. So uh, the good news about that is uh, I have been totally working on stuff like that all the all the hats yeah. that are full face hats now have like animation poses oh, oh that's awesome. awesome yeah i try to make them uh, like interesting for each hat too like it's not just an open mouth all the time like there's different expressions and things so you can uh, pick a hat based on the sort of taunt that you can do with it oh that's great that's i'm so excited for that <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been weird because like i i added that feature probably uh, maybe two weeks after release, and like every time I've tested it ever since, I've had it. So when people bring it up, I think like, "Oh, damn, that's right. Everybody else doesn't have that. I should have patched it in at some point." <laughs> uh, nah, suckers. Yeah, they should make it if they want to have that. <laughs> There's actually one guy who uh, who messaged me, and I asked him for a build. He's been he like decompiled the game and fixed a bunch of stuff that he didn't like, and changed some things, wow. added some features. Whoa! That's, yeah, that's sort of like you know, you get you get a painting from someone and be like, all right, I changed a couple of things because I didn't quite like this painting, so you can have it back now if you want. Yeah, the, you can now <laughs> tell the Mona Lisa smiling. Yeah, jeez, she now has huge tits. I hope you like Mona Lisa better. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is how I wanted her to be. I know, I know, you were going for something else, but <laughs> also, it's not they're not ducks anymore. They're Call of Duty guys. I hope you like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's all cover-based with health bars, and we're generating health now. So, outside of uh, Duck Game, what what kind of games do you play? Like, is couch multiplayer? That uh, obviously must have been a big thing for you going into this. But is do you play other stuff? Or uh, I think actually, couch multiplayer. Um, a lack of couch multiplayer is what really made me excited about making Duck Game. Because, like, I've, I've been someone who's always looked for multiplayer games to play with people. Mm-hmm. And most of the ones that I've ever played with people I've burnt myself out on and right. never played again. What were some of the ones that you, you played to the point of exhaustion? Uh, well, like, Terraria was one. I'd call that local multiplayer because we always sort of played at LAN, like, in the same room directly oh, gotcha. next to yeah, each yeah. other. Uh, that one I burnt out on a uh, game called Clonk, Clonk Endeavor. Uh, it's like an old sort of Dutch game uh, from way back, and it's like an early Terraria, except for it's four-player split screen. Everybody walks around, digs things, builds bases, and then like throws bombs at each other. Huh. 
I have not heard of that one. I'm going to yeah, look it up now. That sounds that sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait to it's, burn that out for myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really cool. Like uh, it's amazing. Uh, nobody's ever really heard of it. It's uh, it's very much Minecraft before Minecraft in that you sort of need to create your own uh, your own like stuff with it. There's not a whole lot of goal to it. You just start with a bunch of people and think like, okay, I'm going to mine the mountain out. I'm going to build this sweet mining town with like elevators and stuff and an underground base. Is it like multiplayer Dwarf Fortress? Kinda. So I, I, Ari's afraid of Dwarf Fortress. I, I dip my toe into it a little bit. I, yeah, I don't know how you got just a toe in. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I fear for my sanity because I just know that my, months of my life will disappear. That sounds awesome, yeah. though. I'm going to dig in it. What was the name of this one again? Clonk and... Clonk, Clonk Endeavor. Clonk Endeavor. Okay. And it's uh, it's definitely more complicated than like Minecraft or Terraria, but mostly in its control system, it's it's not as complicated as Dwarf Fortress at all. Okay, is it is it a like a old abandonware type? Like you just have to find it and make it work, or is it a something uh, you can still purchase? Company, they actually uh, they offer Endeavor for free uh, okay. because they have Rage, which uh, is pretty much Endeavor with more stuff. Oh, and then okay. uh, I think they're still making stuff. I, like I don't know who buys their game because I've never actually talked to somebody who knew about it. <laughs> I hope they're buying you a hat or something for all these yeah. bugs. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope people like see their game and if they like it, they play it. It's, yeah. it's definitely not for everyone. It's like something you got to try and because like uh, I, I still find a hard time finding people who will play with me. Like I used to play with my brother all the time. I, I played it with my roommates and they're like, what the heck is this? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, I believe you worked on one of our other like solid rotation couch multi games. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. Uh, which uh, one of our friends affectionately calls punchies. <laughs> yes. That is uh, super puzzle platformer deluxe deluxe, which I know we don't need to spend a ton of time on cause we were here to talk about duck game, but you did the music for puzzle platformer. Uh, yeah, I did the uh, I did the music. I also did uh, the Steam integration, uh, some input stuff, and uh, if you've ever played long enough on a level to have a golden block fall from the roof, I did the challenges involved with those. Oh man, that's embarrassing because I don't know if I've seen a golden block. Yeah, we. <laughs> it's <laughs> I, I recently nerfed them actually because you had to get like forty thousand points before they show up, which is ridiculous. Oh shit! Okay. Is uh, how big was that team? Because I, I know it was kind of pushed through Adult Swim games, but uh, I always thought they kind of had like a full developed team who had a game, and then there's like, yeah, we can release this under our banner or whatever. But did they come, uh, come out to you guys and like we have this idea for a game? The whole game, like except for the music, really was done by uh, Andrew Morish. Okay, uh, and he he had been uh, he had done a Flash game that was fairly successful before, so he was working on a deluxe version. To make uh, the game more interesting. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And it, uh, was it a flash game of the same one thing? day, and they they showed up. That's Sorry? awesome. Was it a flash game of essentially the super puzzle platformer idea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was the same. Like it just didn't have deluxe. It was called Super Puzzle Platformer originally too. Okay. So is is making music something you do a lot? Uh, it's something I wish I could do more. Like I I used to do it a lot. Uh, I do it a lot on and off like i go through sort of phases with it uh i started a long time ago making the worst things ever and <laughs> like music making music i think uh, out of all the things that i've done takes the longest to, to make something you can be proud of you, oh, wow. you were making music question mark 
not, yeah. not music exclamation <laughs> like, point <laughs> like 12 years old probably in like midi maker oh wow do you what do, what do you use to make music now uh, i use fl studio now oh okay some f- and, uh, fruity loops. Usually, I'd pretty much do everything in a plugin that I wrote that emulates uh, Sega Genesis sound. <laughs> That's fantastic. Just launching Duck Game, launching uh, Super Puzzle Platformer, you can you can totally tell. That's like your signature chiptune style. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, the- yeah, I love it. It's like I like eight bit and stuff, but I found it hard. I found it a lot harder to work with because, uh, like, uh, FM sound is a level of chiptune where suddenly you've got like enough options to make a bunch of like vastly different sounding, interesting songs. Right. Whereas with eight bit, like you can make a lot of different sounding things, but at the end of the day, they all have the same couple instruments. They all sound very similar uh, mm-hmm. musically. Like you can't do any weird like spacey effects and things like that. Right. So I, I remember the jump to Sega Genesis from NES, like the music, the di- being able to do all those different instrumentations is like I, still one of the things people call out the Genesis for. Yeah, I believe it outdoes NES personally, just because like I, I've tried doing doing NES stuff, and I've never really heard a NES song I listened to and thought like this this actually sounds really professional and good. I I, I raise you Mega Man Three's theme. That's that's like one of the few <laughs> go tos that I can say this song sounds awesome, but most most NES music is like fine. Yeah, <laughs> but and whereas I'll have the Toja Mineral theme stuck in my head till the day I die, <laughs> and the uh, Streets of Rage two, which was still one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. Both both Genesis. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's uh, the Streets of Rage is one I got into later, but uh, Toe Jam and Earl. That's that's actually probably my first local multiplayer game. I used to play with my brother like too much. <laughs> <laughs> like we would just we'd sit down with it and we'd play it all day and like right until nighttime, and then go to bed. Well, you you can't save too, so I I think I played the first part of that game probably ten thousand times. It just not finished it all the just way. Just not finished, and then we'd start back. Okay, I, I had one good friend who was willing to do it with me. <laughs> well, we had our console was like all messed up, so if you even like put your finger on it, it would freeze. Oh, so gosh. usually that's what would stop our cogeminal <laughs> session. That was that must have been so heartbreaking, just because you know you exactly. had to like sit really still with the controller because if you shook the wire, it would like move the console. Oh man, it's like that that PlayStation Move game that you were talking about that you were playing with your dad. Oh, the Johann Sebastian Joust. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kicking each other's controllers. Uh, well, before we go, is there any other um, coming stuff to Duck Game you can talk about? You want to talk about? Like what's uh, what's in the works type of things, or is it all yeah. top secret? Uh, no, no. There's uh, there's some stuff happening for sure. Some stuff probably happening. Uh, I'm working on single player mode right now, which will be consisting of. A bunch of challenges, sort of time splitter style, oh, with okay. like that play on the mechanics. Try to get you to do stuff quick. Try to let you to do like really weird physics stuff with the mechanics and the guns. Uh, I'm implementing some stuff just for that, uh, and I'm going to do it in sort of like an arcade format where you walk around an arcade. And there's different machines that you unlock, and each one's got a number of challenges inside it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's. I like that a lot. <laughs> I, I keep trying to bug my wife to uh, to play duck game with me, and she just like. She she likes games and plays games, but not as often as I do. So I'm just I, I will often just load up the 
the single player and just like check out gun or the just like a map by yourself yeah yeah <laughs> shoot the <laughs> other duck that spawns there when i'm ready but. yeah i'm hoping the challenge mode will uh will be able to like offer uh an alternative to yeah just loading it up and like playing with the physics yeah 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 well it's it's, uh, it, it's super impressive like very ambitious for especially just yourself so congrats on getting through that i'm sure not super awesome all the time process in getting this thing out and you said it was a mono mono game yeah yeah it's uh it's all through mono game i believe that's through like uh my own engine on top of it oh gotcha say i don't i think that's the first mention of it it's usually either game maker or unity Unity. from what we've heard from other Uh, people towerfall i believe is actually in mono game as well oh okay it's uh well watching one. development he'd mentioned that a lot and uh i so, heard like they were overcoming some of the hurdles of like porting mono game to ps4 and things like that oh okay so another I- I- instance of matt ripping you off that's what yeah you're totally just like <laughs> using his time machine <laughs> if only we all had the time machine well let them let them get all the growing pains out of the move to ps4 and then you know we'll see duck game on ps4 eventually yeah, that's a wonderful thing, is that it's, like, knowing he's going through that, <laughs> like, one day I can hit him up and be like, hey, you know how you put mono game on everything? <laughs> <laughs> you mind, uh, just, uh, let me see your stuff real quick? <laughs> Give me the source code for a little while, I'm just gonna look at it, I'm not gonna use it. <laughs> <laughs> just, and then, just leave it there. Just... And then try to do it from memory. <laughs> uh, how was Ouya during the whole process? Uh, they've been great. There's, uh, like, a few times. The game was going to come out, uh, oh, man, I don't even know anymore, like, March. It was probably going to come out in March. And then, like, they liked how it was going, and they asked if I wanted more time, and I asked for another month, and they helped me uh, pay for another month of living. And then GDC happened, and at GDC, the same thing happened again. And I was like, yeah, I want to do more stuff just from the feedback I've gotten. And uh, they helped me again with that. So, like, they they let me push the development ahead by two months. Uh, And they've always, like, every time I talk to Bob, he'll ask me, like, you know, are you doing okay money-wise? Like, are you broke? Do you need some help to get through the next month kind of thing? Oh, that's very cool. At least they're, you know, fostering some some talent and stuff like that. I know they're kind of in a, a weird limbo space right now with what they're... Oh, yeah, we're changing their business plan. Kind yeah, of. They're the product identity of Ouya is kind of in flux, I guess. Yeah, it's been tough for them. It's, they're trying to, like, uh, figure out, you know, what do we do next? What do we do to get people excited on the system again? Uh, like, it's definitely uh, complicated. Like, for sure. I don't know what I would do in the same position. I, yeah. I have no idea either. I mean, I got one, and I, I 100% think I got my money's worth out of it. You know, the the couch multiplayer end of it, it's, they do it better there than pretty much anywhere else I've seen. And it's it, it's sort of a shame that there seems to almost be this this subsect of the, the video game community that's just like, ah, it's... it's it's not doing great. It's like at least I got the the PS4 or what. Like they kind of want it to. Yeah, not I think it's do because well. the Kickstarter did so well that there I, was just a blowback of like trying to be cool by hating something that was successful, and then just like the Schadenfreude of watching it kind of struggle a little bit. 
I totally agree. That's and like this, their attitude to the whole thing too was sort of like, uh, which is an attitude I think they needed. But they were very sure of themselves and always being like, yeah, we're going to revolutionize this and change everything, and it's going to be great. And so like a bunch of people latched onto that and said, oh yeah, you think you could take down my favorite AAA console? Eh? Well. Mm-hmm. You're going down. I just, yeah, the the whole. I hate you for trying to innovate and do something <laughs> in my favorite medium. Yeah, asshole. And, and you know, have competition and inspire. Yeah, I don't know. I just people that get on that sort of anger train just tell them to quit being poor and buy more consoles, and then they won't care as much. Is that is that mean? Yeah, I don't know. They got on the anger train, so it's like, you know, anything you say to them isn't really mean, because they're not going to, like, take it into consideration. Sure. They're just going to be angry. I can't win in arguments on the internet? <laughs> Since when? That's, that's new. That, that's not, that wasn't like that before, not back in my day. Yeah, yeah. You, you should consider making it, your next game be called Anger Train. And you're just <laughs> shooting at people, commenters on the internet from a train. Lo- loaded from actual, you can give them a source or whatever. You, you can take that. It's free. It's yeah, free from free us. Because we, yeah, we have no idea how book. to make him. <laughs> Writing that one down. <laughs> Anger train. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us. Um, we really appreciate it. I mean, we're obviously huge fans of the game and just like, Everything that the game does that no other game will even, like, go, you know, be as funny and silly and ridiculous, but still be incredibly fun in an area that was desperately needed. Needed something like needed that. Needed something like that. So. And, and a quack button. Desperately and, needs and a, a quack button. A quack, yeah. Um, so, yeah, th- thanks for taking the time. And if you ever come to L.A., we'll definitely buy you a beer. So Yeah. <laughs> and, and oh, Absolutely. Thank you. It's, if I make it out to Indicade, maybe I'll see you guys. Oh, oh yeah. We went there last year. So, yeah, it's a yeah. great time. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. It's uh, There should be, I'll just say now that uh, the changes, which also include, like, gun physics, ragdoll physics, a bunch of changes. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy stuff. <laughs> That's all coming out, like, uh, end of September. Oh say. wow! Awesome. Can't wait. Yeah, that's fantastic. We'll do a follow up when it comes out. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about the uh, the new changes um, on our show. Yeah, 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 for sure. That'd be cool. I'd love to come back. This has been really cool. <laughs> All right, dude. Appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll talk soon. Yep. All right. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. All right, Landon. Thanks so much. That was a great interview. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the dude's super cool. He sent me the template for the the duck heads. And I did. I sent like six or something back to him, but apparently I designed them wrong because the uh, the, the bill way, shows the way, the way the template works is the hat goes on top of the duck, not replace the head. Mm. And a lot of mine were like I, I gave him a headless one, which obviously wouldn't work, <laughs> uh, or you know took all the feathers off of one and made it look like a a raw duck head. Uh, and then I sent him my face, and he sent me a Twitter picture uh with my face in the game and i was so fucking excited <laughs> like, uh, i haven't played it in the game yet but i i, I or if he, and i think he, he named it the joey head yeah it's a joey, the joey like, fucking out of nowhere it's like <laughs> who's this asshole <laughs> anyway i i really appreciate it that was super awesome um really please, fun interview yeah. it's good to talk about a game you really love feel passionate about which we both do yeah and with someone who really still enjoys their game even after spending exactly yeah. hours and hours and, and, it, and is super and chill and about it so yeah. uh it's awesome check it out that's it so yeah. let's uh let's give away one more game before we go 
what do you feel like? I'm intrigued by Soul Gambler. <laughs> I don't even know what Soul Gambler is. Where's I that? know it's. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you see it. Do you do you know what it is? No. Should we look it up or just give it away? Let's just give it away. Soul Gambler. Do you think? Wait. Okay. Wait. Let's let's take bets on what this is. I think it's an old timey Western game where you play a skeleton. And instead of betting for chips, you're using human soul. So every time you push a stack, they go. <laughs> Here's what I think is that's what I want it to be. Okay. Devils playing for souls like they're just Ooh. dollar bills or something. Yeah. I don't think it'll be that cool. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you think the title Soul Gambler? What do you think that game is? Okay. Well, it's obviously going to be a twin stick shooter because that's <laughs> what they all are. But I'll go out on a limb and say it's probably like a a shitty fighting game. Okay. So like uh, King of Fighters, yeah. Or but you not, think like uh, not that polished? Let's okay. look it up here. So, uh, Soul Gambler. I'll give you the code here first. Soul Gambler. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean. That's what I. Soul Gambler. Bunch of devils walk in a bar and they play pawns, human chess, poker. <laughs> they play cards for souls. Soul Gambler. Soul. Yeah, Soul Gambler. Okay. okay, we were way off. Adventure game. I'm going to say. Holy God! Some of that art now. Yeah. What? But there's. Is that a fighting system with cards? No, it's a. Those are stats. Oh, stat. Okay, so it's an RPG adventure. Maybe. <laughs> okay, you tell us what it is. <laughs> we're going to give you the code right now. Yeah, the Again. code Soul Gambler. Is six R Q M zero K H J J N K F C three H. What the fuck is so? Yeah, please download it. Take this free game and tell us what it is. Either Wazpod group on Steam, uh, Wazpod at gmail.com, the Explosive Magico iTunes page. Leave a review and tell us what the game is. One of those ways, mm-hmm. just. Mostly the the Steam group. That seems to be the best way because we don't have a Twitter really, yeah, or like a Facebook page other than the Explosive Magic or Facebook page. But we do both check in on the the Steam yeah, group quite a bit. I'm on Steam a lot. Um, still join our Kingdom of Loathing thing too. Oh yeah, our Kingdom of Loathing clan. I gotta buy the November item still. Wazed. Uh, yeah, we have a basement. We're still slowly working. I'm the only one cleaning this slime pit. I'm working on the slime pit. I think I have like 600 hits on that slime pit. Everyone else is like 20. Oh what? I got more than that. All right, whatever. I do. I'm cleaning out. I'm just bitter from cleaning out all this goddamn slime. <laughs> slime tube. Slime tube. That's it. Yeah. So help us with the slime it's tube. WASD is our clan name in Kingdom of Loathing. Yeah, Kingdom if of you Loathing. Wanna, if you want to, we've talked about it in past episodes. Uh, uh, check it out. It's free. What else? Free browser game. Uh, if you've gotten other games in the past, let someone else get the games, <laughs> the codes. Yeah. Um, not a big deal, but you know, you can yeah, spread it around. Spread, spread the love. Uh, and write to us uh, if you want to see us play something on our live streams, which oh, we yeah. started. Check out our live streams. Yeah. Do we have a Twitch account? Well, the thing we do, it's Wazpod, I believe, on Twitch. Okay. Uh, I posted it on the Steam page, but those archives don't stay there forever, which is why I've moved them. Okay, so just go to the Explosive Magico page. YouTube. Oh, on YouTube? Yeah. Okay, yeah, the Explosive Magico page on YouTube, they're, they're all archived there. Yeah. Um, on our Steam page, when we do start a stream, we'll post it in the Waz Pod group saying, you know, we're streaming now. Mm-hmm. We'll try to 
announced some advanced steaming or streaming too at some point. Yeah, but the uh, last one we just sort of decided that day. Yeah, right that minute we posted it, and so that's I think when one we were person was like on, <laughs> so they watched it live. But then you know, five people at least have watched the the archive. Uh, if there's anything you want to see us play, let us know. Um, odds are Ari or I have it, so. Yeah, or we'll, if it's really cool, we'll just get it. Or we'll just get it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now Ari has a PS3, so maybe we can figure out how to Four. stream. That's what I mean. Ari has a PS4, so maybe we can figure out how to stream some PS4 stuff. Yeah. So, um, Joey at Clockface on Steam. On Steam. Uh, I'm Dibno, D-Y-B-N-O. Also the same on Desura, I think. Oh, yeah. Also I'm, Clockface. Yeah, also Clockface. I'm also so. Dibno. Uh, I don't think I have you as a friend on Tessera because you just you just, just d- jumped into that jumped in, rabbit in hole. a big way. <laughs> Real quick, what are some of the the things you picked up on Tessera? Uh, I think I got domesticated dog. Were you playing? <laughs> it's a sim where you. I'll, I'll, the thing is, I'm going to talk about some yeah, of these games. No, I think. sure. This this uh, is like future reading. Thief like, Town, I think. I have Thief Town. Okay, I got Thief Town. I haven't played it yet. Um, I got. Five or six other games. I don't know. Okay. I just bought a bunch of but stuff. But did you get pregnancy? <laughs> I did not. I thought we would get it here. I was going to... I'll pay for it. We'll get it here oh, so okay. that we can stream it. That's okay. why I didn't get it. Okay. We'll do yeah. that then. Yeah. Sure. All right. Great. Uh, write into us. Waspod at gmail.com. Steam group and all that shit. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Check out all the other podcasts on the Explosive Magico. And buy that premium show. Oh, yeah. Premium show. We should talk about that. Do you want to talk about premium show? Yeah, we'll talk about premium show. It'll be a little while after it's gone up by the time this goes up. But Ari and I talked about Scott Pilgrim at length. Yeah, we... It, premium show. It's all the shows on the network did a, a segment. It's five hours of content for three bucks. Each show dressed up like the other show and did... We should have called it the cross-dressing show. The cross-dressing show. Oh, I called We're, it Opposite Day. Shit. We, we dressed up like other shows to varying degrees of success. <laughs> not going to point any fingers, but we but did But Climax great, was not nearly indicative of Wasp. But we did a great job. <laughs> we did awesome. Uh, so we did My Arms Are Lasers, which is a sci-fi book, like uh, a book podcast. Uh, and so we did Scott Pilgrim because we couldn't read full books. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot, though. We crammed in like uh, we did. S- all six books in a week. That's true. Yeah, yeah. and we talked great stuff about it. So and- that uh, we talked for like an hour. Yeah. So five hours worth of content, three bucks. It helps keep our lights on for all the the free shit, the free shit, and then also the uh, the archives of all the shows and things like that yeah, exactly. for hosting. That's where all that money goes. So check that out. Check out the, the store on our Waspod. If you buy stuff on Amazon, use our referral links. Mm-hmm. Just. Click on any of the links on our page, and then it'll take you uh, to yeah. You Amazon just buy, you do your shopping search. like normal, yeah. and then we doesn't just get... cost you anything extra, but kicks in a few other bucks to us for hosting. exactly. What's well, a show? All right, sign us out. Um, Ebola, folks, don't touch your friends. It's dangerous. Thank you. Have a good one. <laughs> See you later. See you.